1: Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the Monday morning to you. We are back in the saddle on this July 26, 2021. Are y'all ready, kids? Yeah, we're ready to go, definitely, uh, without a doubt. I'll smack you. You're not going to smack nothing. What are you thinking? Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. That's right, a lot of chutzpah to get the morning going here. We're back in the saddle on a Monday. Time is 6.08 right now. Mr. Clock, would you certify that?
2: It's now 6.08 a.m.
1: That's right and uh, if you're rolling out of bed and you just fell flat on your uh your tuchis as they say in uh, Yiddish well you know what um we're sorry about that
3: I never heard the word tuchis when no. I was growing up It's called tuchis
1: tuchis Am
3: I rolling I'm, I'm not even rolling my tongue right uh, there, There's
1: no tongue to roll it's just called tuchis It
3: almost uh, here's like you it sounds like you have a, like a little tongue roll on the way back from it's that It's like action. you're clearing
1: your throat <laughs> So it's duckus.
3: It's kind of like Barbara Streisand was clearing her throat yeah. in uh, "Not Meet the Parents," but meet the Fockers. Yeah,
1: tuckus. Tuckus is a Yiddish word for your backside, your bum. That's a Yiddish word for that. So
3: it's a part of your gluteal region, then?
1: <laughs> no, it's it's your arse, basically. Oh. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there you go. If anybody <laughs> says to you kiss my mm mm-mm. Well, there you go. Now you know what that is.
3: But at least that might be a clean, fresh way or maybe not so refreshing way of saying it.
1: Uh, No, You can take
3: it how you want it. Yeah,
1: take it how you want it. (laughs) Anyway, how was your weekend? What would you do when uh, you get out of here Friday?
3: You know, I can't complain. I had such an amazing weekend, but it went by way too quickly. We caught a little bit of the Olympic action on Saturday night when we went back out to the Thirsty Turtle restaurant.
1: Oh. Did you get driven there?
3: I think my favorite part of the Olympics is going to be this women's boxing okay. this year. And Wait a minute,
1: is that two weeks in a row for you for the turtle?
3: Um, it, two, two two times in, in a the row. same week.
1: Two two times in the same week to we, the turtle. Went wow. With their
3: Tuesday night, and we took a little Jaden out to eat there on Saturday night. Oh, I
1: bet he loved it.
3: He did. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they have all of those fishies in there yeah. and uh, the fish decorations. Mm-hmm. He was like naming all of them.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. What did Jaden have when he was there? He What'd had he he the.
3: Eat? Chicken McNuggets. Oh, and, okay. Wow, were they, wow, those were really good. Okay. And then I was a little bit embarrassed because I took him to the library, too, on Saturday. And then Gary made a Facebook message and said, why did, okay, thanks for taking my son to the library. Only the book that he checked out is in Spanish.
1: Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Stop the press. So
3: I had no idea. So, so
1: you, you, you take the child to the library. <laughs> Okay, and he goes and looks for a book, and he checks a book out. Now, you didn't check what kind of book it was.:
3: Well, I didn't see. there was this big sea creature on the cover of it, mm-hmm. and it was uh, the title was written in, in Spanish, and I just thought it was the name of the sea creature, <laughs> and I didn't oh. bother to look inside. Okay. but you know what? Uh, Spanish were there pictures English, in the book?: Yeah, he okay. likes the illustrations. For you know the most what part.
1: Th- That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, all you got to do is flip a page, and it's a picture and a picture and a picture and a picture and a picture. Yeah. picture. Okay. There's nothing so, wrong with that. Then I, I'm taking your side on that one.
3: I saw, like, an amazing picture of you and G on the Facebook pages this weekend.
1: Oh, yeah. It was um, Friday night at the stadium. We had uh, Christmas in July. So we had Santa Claus. At the stadium.
3: Oh, how sweet. Was yeah. was Santa Claus hot? Did you get him some water?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, he came up and visited us in the sound room.
3: Did somebody bring him an ice cold beer? We
1: have, no, no, no. Santa doesn't drink. <laughs> Not before have, he rides
3: his sleigh, right?
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. He, uh, we have a cooler full of ice water in our sound room. So we gave him some bottled water. He sat down and he took pictures with everybody. And I didn't get my picture with him because i've i've i god knows how many pictures I have with him from when he comes to my house in December every year
3: well at least you got a picture with the real Santa
1: Claus mr G mm. oh no 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 <laughs> the no the
3: real no. Santa Claus no
1: that is so not the real <laughs> Santa <laughs> I Claus don't know. oh no oh absolutely not no 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 no, no. <laughs> but uh no G and I we had our picture taken and and I think the uh, w p s l Christmas kids event at clover park was a huge success. I came down for about five or ten minutes and I saw Carol and Greg and that's like the oh, first yeah. time I've seen them in like Eons? probably a year.
3: That's way way very yeah, cool. It's... Were they by a lot of little kids surrounding them too?
1: No that was all adults. Okay. <laughs> all adults bringing gifts in bags and unwrapped toys and when you brought a gift to the WPSL Christmas Kids table you got a free ticket to go into the game. So, which was a pretty cool deal. You spent that a couple is. of bucks on a gift, and and we also had Pete Alonzo bobblehead giveaway night.
3: Oh my gosh! So it a was Pete just, Alonzo bobblehead. Those
1: things are golden. Giving, let me tell you,
3: giving them away. Yes. Oh, you, you couldn't go wrong by going to the stadium that no, night. No, not
1: at all. It was was a that Friday? It's a great night. Friday night. It was, a night, night. It, was a, it was a fantastic. Night.
3: You know, it sounded like it would be a win-win situation for everyone mm-hmm. because, you know, so many little kids in the area could go without Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting in to see the game just for bringing a gift, that's pretty cool. You know, what, cool. They, what
1: they do every year is um, is really amazing. It yeah. really is.
3: And I like um, what Carol and Greg have on the WPSL airwaves right around Christmas time mm-hmm. when they have the uh, Christmas kids. It sounds like they have them right in their studio. Yep. And you know, the singing and the music, it's kind mm-hmm. of a nostalgic thing for me now to turn them on right about Christmas time. Yeah,
1: last year it was all virtual because of COVID. Yeah. So they had everything like on Zoom or pre recorded,
3: I think it um, was, et
1: cetera, you know, et cetera, so on and so forth. But this year, I think it's going to get back to some kind of normality, which would be great.
3: Maybe they'll be like in there in the studio, and we'll be able to call in and make a request. Yeah, on our favorite I, Christmas you,
1: tune. You know, I have a gripe though. I, I really have a gripe, not about the Christmas kids. I have a gripe about G. and I, and I think I need to call him.
3: <laughs> uh oh. If that's okay with <laughs> okay, you. Okay, I'm now I'm gonna, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to call. Kind
3: of concerned about what this could be.
1: Oh, you'll hear it. You'll what kind hear of it. gripe could
3: it be? You, you'll you, hear it. You all took nice pictures there.
1: Well, that's because we play nice in the same sandbox together
3: you were great no you guys looked good in that action i, just, I, I
1: had an issue with what he was wearing see I, I had an issue what he was wearing
3: oh with the hat no
1: yeah i was uh, a little upset. i like
3: his hat get up
1: i was a Phillies oh. hat was it yeah <laughs> or a darn Phillies hat to a mets game
3: oh boy how
1: dare well. he do that that's like a slap in the face <laughs> i mean i don't know what he was thinking I mean, I love all the baseball teams, but come on—you got to wear a Mets hat to a Mets game.
3: Did Chris Christie make an appearance? Um, no, Governor. Is he still Governor of New Jersey?
1: I think so. I don't know.
3: I know. I know his aunt. I wonder if
1: their phones are working up there this morning. Jeez. I don't no. That's unusual.
3: They're probably like uh, busy talking about the I'll Olympics wait. and all this. Happiest
1: that. camper right now. Well, well,
3: I don't know.
0: I'm here thinking, we go. Oh, I'm thinking he got about
1: time. Be with you. Wow. Man the yeah, thing ring, ring like 97, 97 times yeah
4: good morning You're on the radio, hey?
1: yeah, good morning from uh south of you
0: Oh, you're south of us. You're down south. It's, it's, it's uh, Evan and Bonnie and them and the Good Up and Go show.
1: Yeah, and of course it's uh, G and Ray with the uh the uh, morning show. I was that's telling it, man, we're, we're
0: we're real basic here. The
1: morning show. You know, that's it. Hey.
5: The morning show.
1: Yeah,
0: I was uh, telling Evan, hey, Evan how much had a good time with you man at the uh, at the Clover
1: Park. Yeah, we but love I, got the a bone. I got I got a bone to pick with you though. Well, pick uh, it, pick it, pick it. I'm uh-huh. going to pick that bone because you know how dare you wear that hat to a Mets game.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm a Philadelphia I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. You actually think I'm going to wear a Mets hat?
1: Well, just for one night only wouldn't kill you. No.
0: No. Yes, it would. Come on, now. Come on. That's not how it works. And you know that's just like a Yankee. That's like a Yankee wearing a Mets hat. I mean,
6: Ray, would you ever wear a
0: Yankees hat? I would not. I was forced Eight. to do it once, but I will not do it again. Was Even if it you painful? had to go to their venue, would you wear their no, hat, Ray? Right. I'd wear a Mets hat. Damn right you would. <laughs> well,
3: Yankee doodled
1: Dandy. There you go.
0: No, I had to wear a Yankees hat one time. My uncle bought me a Yankees cap because he knew that I was a Mets fan. He was a huge Yankee fan. And I did it because we took pictures together, and I said, don't everyone – no never make me do that. Bonnie, who's your favorite baseball team?
3: My favorite um the Milwaukee Brewers, of course. Oh,
7: yeah, 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 so there you go. yeah, that makes sense. Well,
0: Bonnie, I guess you were good. you were uh, feeling yeah. really good about your Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA championship? Oh huh?
3: man, they you know, Anta Anta Takuppo, he was on fire. I mean, oh, yeah. man, that dude scored like 50 points. And then um, I think it was amazing. He went to Chick-fil-A, and he celebrated by uh, buying 50 of those uh, Chick mini filet a yeah, things. Yeah, wasn't that something? Yeah. Not, not
0: 49, not 51. <laughs> That's right, 50. 50.
1: That's right. That's 50. But all, jo- all joking aside, that was a huge hit at Clover Park on Friday, Christmas in July. Greg With and Carol our, cleaned up. Our-
7: our control room is filled with
0: toys. Wow. Oh, I love There's it. toys everywhere in here, man. man. The people Great. really came out. I mean, wow. it, it was really cool. Evan, I didn't get a chance to come up and see you in the booth. But, uh, yeah, you, you did a good job, man. You're, you're very, uh, well, you, you do that voodoo that you do. You
1: That's know? right. Yeah. It's called animation. That's why they call it theater of the mind. Yes. But it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Santa was on site. He visited with the kids. They took pictures. But, again, the most important thing is we got more Gifts for the underprivileged kids.
0: Yeah, and just in case you don't know what we're talking about, folks, you were allowed to just bring a toy to get free tickets to get into the game on Friday. It was Christmas in July, of course, at Clover Park, and and uh, our our fans came through big time, and uh, we thank you again. Like Kevin said, man, this uh, just, just a uh, phase one of the uh, Christmas Kids shows that we start was, uh, in November. Yeah, ready for that. For I told sure.
3: Evan I love listening to the Christmas Kids every year now. For that, it's kind of getting nostalgic for me. I like to hear the the d- WPSL airwaves when the kids are singing those good Christmas songs.
0: And last year we did it all in house with our, our our engineer Craig. Put it all together. Put all the um, the audio together from years. Uh, gone by of mm-hmm. these uh, of the kids singing and what have you because of COVID, and I, I believe we're going to do it that way again this year. We're going to stay right in the mm-hmm. studio and uh, hook it up that way. But yeah. Bonnie, I wanted to ask you because I saw this this morning when I got here. Someone named Eagle Beagle has joined the Lenny Fickham League, <laughs> but it's not Gary. It's somebody named George.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary didn't join yet, but I I love the name Eagle Beagle. Wow, <laughs> That's cool. That's, uh... we've got
0: like four or five, us, four like four. There's one, there's one called Huge Eagle Guy. Uh, Philadelphia Freedom. There's this new one, Eagle Beagle, and there's an, uh, uh what is it? Urch, my uh, balls. Uh, what? Uh,
1: Urch, Ur- my. <laughs>
0: what? Wait a minute. What'd you just say? Uh, wait a minute. I'm. I'm, I'm didn't I'm, sound I'm right. Gonna read the name. Sounds uh, like a name horse, of a fish, I mean, a
3: ball urchin or something.
0: Where uh, <laughs> was it? I mean, it was very clever, wasn't it? Oh, his name is Zach Urch. For the Eagles. Oh. And uh, our player our calls himself <laughs> My Ball Zach Ertz. <laughs>
4: <laughs> My Ball Zach Ertz. <laughs>
0: wow. So we do have a bunch of Eagles fans in there. And, of course, the greatest name that we have this year uh, comes from uh, one of our, uh, our, our closest friends and the colleagues, uh, the WWE ring announcer slash Mets PA guy.
1: That's right, baby.
3: He'd be like our newest ah. member.
1: That's right. You know how we roll. Uh, I wish you could have added Mick, 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 Mick's master. master.
3: You know what used wow. to be my favorite hat at the Dairy Queen when we would get those uh, sundays, those ice cream sundays and the plastic hats. Uh, my favorite hat was the uh, Phillies one. Oh. It would come in a red one with that nice big white pea on it, and then I, I would enjoy eating my ice cream sundae out of that uh, hat. <laughs> uh, well,
1: thank you for saying that, Bonnie. <laughs> sure, just dig a little deeper. That's all right. No problem. No, now, I, Bonnie,
0: I've got to ask you, man, are you guys going to have the famous Aaron Rodgers on your team this year?
3: You know, I've been wondering about that myself. It sounds like a lot of drama going on. And, you know, I can't really give an opinion on it because he's been an awesome quarterback. But it makes me wonder what is going on in that organization mm. where he is so.
1: Maybe they need to hire Bonnie as the general manager. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Something like that. I, I think sure. that's the answer,
1: right? You know, Evan, but I got to say,
0: Evan, I'm excited about you being in the Pickham League this year. Thank you for doing that. In fact, even Cliff. Cliff has never. As many years as we've been doing this, Cliff has never <laughs> been a member of the Lenny's Pickle Nation. Really? Now he's in there. He's the. There's no F in sports, dummy. That's oh. well.
3: Everybody's okay. been vaccinated, and now they want to participate. Yeah. You see? Oh, is
0: that what it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the difference. Well, let me welcome. Uh-huh. The, let me welcome the newest ones to the to the deal here. The, when we when we left on Friday, what I think we left at Dolphin and Rob, maybe. Mm-hmm. And now we've got one yes. scary face and Eagles Beagle. So Brickhouse. Uh, Bamalama Lama ding dong shake that wang-dang-doodle, cotton-picking-woolly-booger. Shake all fans, wang Rob dang carry doodle. Eagle Beagle, the latest ones to join our crew.
1: Wait a minute. Shake that wang-dang-doodle? Makes me
0: want to eat some ramen Noodle. Evan, you got to go inside on, the program man. and take a look at some of these names, man. And, and yes. Evan, download the app. It's really quick. Cool. It's, it's much easier to do when you download the app to your iPad or to your phone. Uh,
1: what's your phone it? Phone uh, where do I search for it in the uh, iPhone it's, store? It's
0: Yahoo Fantasy.
1: Yahoo Fantasy? Yeah. All right. Very good. I'll do that.
0: Right on, brother. Just we appreciate you, the call this morning, all dude. Right.
1: Chalmain. Honduras. And Ariva Dirty. Lord have mercy on uh, Evan and Bob. Go and on with your bad self. <laughs> 622 on the Get Up and Go show. That's G and Ray up at our sister station. Always good to talk to them. It's time for news all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Here's Bonnie with the headlines.
3: Thank you, Evan. Florida is being sued over its decision not to extend federal unemployment benefits. A lawsuit was filed yesterday in Broward County to get state officials to restore the funds, which amount to $300 a week. State officials say the benefits encourage people not to work. A vigil is planned for tonight in South Florida to show support for the people fighting to free Cuba. Miami-Dade County Commissioner Rennie Garcina says Cuba is the head of the snake of communism, and it needs to be cut off.
8: You have Venezuela that's failed, and you also have Nicaragua that's fallen, and we see other South American countries are starting to go down that path. If we don't cut off the head, we're going to have a hemisphere plagued with communism.
3: Garcia will be joined at tonight's vigil by Lieutenant Governor Janet Nunez. A woman missing for a week from Vero Beach was found dead Friday evening in a canal near Gifford, and a man was arrested Saturday in connection with her death, police said. Investigators discovered the body of 32-year-old Maria Guadalupe Romo, who had been reporting missing July 17. Police said they're investigating Romo's death as a homicide. Marcus Rosier, age 37 was arrested Saturday and faces felony charges of tampering with evidence, abuse of a dead body, and possession of ammunition by a convicted felon, according to Indian River County Sheriff's Office Spokeswoman Debbie Carson. Carson said investigators did not know Rozier's hometown. She said Rozier and Romo knew each other but did not know the nature of their relationship. Indian River County Sheriff's deputies found the body in a canal off 28th Avenue and 41st Street near Gifford according to a Facebook post from the sheriff's office. Florida gas prices are gradually declining. AAA says they've declined a total of 4 cents during the past 2 weeks after reaching a 2021 high of 3.01 earlier this month. Drivers are now paying an average price of 2.97 per gallon. Officials said Friday that Florida will stick with weekly COVID-19 reports. That is despite cases again surging as the more infectious Delta variant spreads among the states unvaccinated. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders has this report.
9: Florida Health ended daily reports June 4th. Officials said then things were returning to normal. Cases at new lows, positivity below 5%. The rate's now at least 17%, with tens of thousands of new cases weekly and renewed concern about COVID spreading. I need to be safe for me and my family. Florida's current situation prompting physicians, epidemiologists, even some in Congress to push for daily COVID reporting to return here.
10: Transparency is of the essence, infectious disease
9: specialist Dr. Frederick Southwick telling us Thursday, he wants daily hospitalization data back. It was vital, he says, to inform and motivate the public.
10: It turns out when it comes to infections and epidemics, fear is a good thing. Fear will keep you at home. Fear will make you wear a mask. Fear We'll, get you the, we'll give you the vaccine."
9: The governor's office says it isn't happening. Weekly summaries will stay put, officials tell us. They believe going back to daily details would do little to help. Quote, I do feel we are providing enough data to the public to make their own decision to protect themselves and their loved ones, said the governor's press secretary. The number one thing that people can do to protect themselves, it's not about looking at the numbers every day, it's about getting the vaccine.
8: That is it, sir, you are good to go.
9: While Florida remains one of the most infrequent COVID reporters, it's not alone. Iowa also down to updates every seven days, and many other states report every five or fewer, as it can be rigorous work for health staff.
10: It's really, really important.
9: Southwick, however, still thinks the Sunshine State can and must do better.
3: And lastly, Jackie Mason, a rabbi-turned-jokester whose feisty brand of stand-up comedy got laughs from nightclubs in the Catskills to West Coast talk shows and Broadway stages, has died. He was 93. Mason died Saturday in Manhattan. Mason started in show business as a social director at a resort in the Catskills. He was the guy who got everybody up to play, Simon says, quiz games or shuffleboard. He told jokes, too. After one season, he was playing clubs throughout the Catskills for better money. That eventually took him to Steve Allen and the Ed Sullivan shows. (laughs) The St. Lucie Mets blew out Bradenton 15-zilch on Sunday afternoon at Clover Park to take four of six games in the series. Jose Chasen was called up from the Mets to make the Sunday start, and he impressed with six scoreless innings to get the win. He scattered three singles, walked just one batter, and struck out five. Chasen retired 11 batters in a row at one point. News time is 6.28. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: 628 right now on the get up and go show with evan and bonnie the monday morning edition it's time for traffic and weather together bonnie
3: evan we do have an accident early this morning it's on the turnpike in st lucie county it's in port st lucie on the turnpike southbound right at mile marker 143 Uh, You're going to get through fine. Uh, There's not really a big slowdown, no roadblock from this accident, but look for the activity in that area. Uh, Martin County, we're not finding any, any accidents to report on this Monday morning here. There's your latest look at traffic. In Stewart right now, it is 77, and in Tokyo, Japan, cloudy and 83. Here's
11: our forecast at WPTV. This morning along the Treasure Coast, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms, mainly inland. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. For the middle portion of the week, still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in and our rain chances go down. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
12: Are you looking for your dream home? Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com.
14: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to
1: WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Time is 6.33 in the morning, and it's time for one of our favorite segments called Viral Videos. Now this one is pretty cool, Bonnie, I got to tell you. We're going to go up to Montreal, Canada.
3: I almost thought you were going to say Montreal, Wisconsin, the no. area I'm from. There's
1: a Montreal, Wisconsin?
3: Yes, there is. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. I grew up from it just seven miles away from me. It's an old, it's a mining town. All
1: right. There was a couple that was kissing, and it was the heat of the moment, a very heated moment, and they backed up into a barbershop glass window and fell through it
3: and broke the barber shop window
1: it was shattered listen listen here's the news story
15: a soft kiss it was not the second i saw what happened everything just went away i was like this is just funny as the 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 owner i'm not even mad anymore like like, this is ridiculously funny (laughs) i gotta show everybody what's happening i don't think that would happen not at all
11: co-owner mikey rose says from cops to clients and strangers online all have had a good laugh watching the kissing couple's quest for a private moment. Some saying it must be
2: fake. There they are right there. no matter. Slapstick like falling over. tumbling, This window shattering. The sound is so loud. And when the best happens.
1: part about this is the guy gets up and walks away and leaves the girl in the window for herself to get up. <laughs> Doesn't even offer to help her up.
3: He's at like, all um, whatsoever. he kisses and leaves them fast, yeah, he loves and leaves them fast.
1: yeah, I mean he his back <laughs> was to the glass, and bam, they just went right through the front door.
3: I wouldn't be kissing him again if I was her.
1: He gets up and he just walks away. And leaves her there to fend for herself. This
3: little damsel in distress to take the brunt of it. Yeah. And that barber shop owner could have been crazy. He doesn't sound like he's too mad about it, though. He was
1: pretty cool about it. Yeah. He really was. Because when he saw the video footage, he, he laughed it off. <laughs> and he thought it was pretty hilarious.
3: And you know what? Maybe with all this footage, it'll get him more business of, to come well, in his barber shop. now.
1: He's trying to locate the couple to make sure they're okay. He's yeah. concerned about if they're okay, and he wants to buy them a room in a hotel <laughs> so they could finish off what they started.
3: Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. They could start a new TV show called Hot in Montreal.
1: Yes, there you go.
3: it's nice and hot up there right now.
1: So I have another uh, viral video, Bonnie. It's a person giving a Rottweiler a bath, and the Rottweiler is not very happy. Listen.
8: Excuse me, bear. Mister Bear, bear, can I
1: get your paw? (laughs) Can I get your paw?
8: (laughs) Why you look so crazy?
16: Get a good view of the front.
1: That is one ticked off Rottweiler. It looks like he's gonna
4: bite his arm.
1: Yeah. He's just,
3: (laughs) (laughs) you know, if I weren't his owner giving that dog a bath, that would scare the bejesus out of me. Yeah. But you know, when, when you're used to the dog and you know, that's your animal and uh, that owner trusts, he knows what he's going to do, but it looks like the dog is going to tear his arm off. (laughs) Now,
1: see, when I bathe Kaya, Kaya is cool. She doesn't, you know. She gets it.
3: Kaya's digging it. Kaya's
1: like, she's into it. And then after it's all over, we let her go and she shakes herself off. Does she
3: shake herself off all over the house? No, 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 no. Outside. Running here, running there. Outside. She
1: does it all outside. And then you know how the end of the hose has the nozzle? Yeah. Well, I'll aim the nozzle and the water at her and shoot it in her face and her mouth. She'll just start going like start this. Start
3: drinking it. Start start <laughs> drinking
1: and trying to bite the water stream. I love and it. And you could hear her choppers yes. going nonstop.
3: Oh, you, you got you should take a video of that too, Evan, We've and post that. it.
1: We've done that. It's hilarious it's It's literally hilarious.
3: I just I remember having uh, my dog's name was Rocky Bear when I was really? a kid, and uh, Rocky Bear enjoyed getting the baths no. because he was kind of like a water dog. Okay. you know if he if there was a river, if there was a lake, that dog mm-hmm. he looked like a bear and he would be in there, mm. just uh, swimming, just enjoying
1: I was uh reading an article the other day in one of my favorite magazines. No, it wasn't cosmopolitan this time. It was another magazine. Red book. Uh, yeah, that's another one that I like. I another like red lady
3: book. kind of magazine it's or my you,
1: feminine side. Or do
3: you like the issue of People?
1: I like Vogue. Yeah, I read Vogue. Oh yeah. Also, I enjoy Vogue.
3: Vanity Fair.
1: That's another good one I like. Go ahead, keep going. Um, I'll tell you if I like them.
3: Reader's Digest.
1: Uh, no, not into Reader's Digest.
3: I used to like that when I was a kid. Not I would read Reader's my grandma's, digest. my dad's.
1: But one of the magazines I was reading had the top ten signs you know you are officially broke completely broke broke is a joke all right so I have the top 10 signs you are officially broke coming in at number 10 McDonald's supplies you with all your condiments for your house
3: (laughs) my gosh so
1: you know (laughs) every time you know I'm real big on I go go to the fast food restaurants and I get the the stack of napkins and Mm -hmm. I keep them in my glove box well some people get condiments and they bring them home and And instead of going and buying bottles of ketchup and mustard and mayo, that's how they do it. Did
3: you notice how many of the fast food restaurants got stingy, too, Mm -hmm. on giving those condiments during COVID? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they were were, um, pretty hot commodities.
3: Not too crazy about handing them out.
1: Coming in at number nine, uh, you go to the Bloodmobile and get... Uh, give blood every day just so you can get a glass of orange juice.
3: Oh boy, yeah, that's (laughs) kidding.
1: (laughs) Who doesn't want a good glass of OJ in the morning, right?
3: Yep, you need that nourishment. Uh,
1: Coming in at number eight, you finally clean your house. Hoping <laughs> to find <laughs> spare change around you in know, the couch or something. You
3: know what I? You know I do that anyway. It, it, yeah. It's like when I find spare change in my house. To me, mm-hmm. it's like a treasure chest. Because I told
1: you what I found in one of my chairs, right? Rachel's sweater or a buried, pair of underwear or yeah, something or something like that. Yeah, I found all uh, sorts a of weird crap. I, A whole sweater,
3: a whole entire
1: sweater. I'm talking a sweater that's like from the shoulders down to the ankles. I
3: would be searching was that like, buried every week. in there. Like it makes you wonder what else you're gonna find yeah. in there you know yeah i always find uh popcorn kernels and popcorn crumbs which makes me very very you know how, angry you know how
1: the saying goes um you know you rob from peter to pay paul yeah well coming in at number seven is you rob peter and then you rob paul oh. <laughs> <laughs> you rob both
3: okay. You um, from both of them yeah. you're
1: so poor coming in at number six uh as uh, one of the top 10 signs you're completely broke well your baloney has no first name uh, yeah. Think of that one. Okay. Let that resonate mm-hmm. for a minute. Okay. I'd
3: rather be broke, not broke in.
1: Yeah. Uh coming in at number five, you receive care packages all the way from Europe. Mm. All the way from Europe. Mm. Coming in at number four, you see your roommate as a large fried chicken in tennis shoes. <laughs>
4: Coming in at hungry,
1: n- huh? com- Yeah, coming in at number three, long-distance companies no longer call you to switch. <laughs> They've just completely <laughs> just given like, up.
3: They know that there's no change in that yeah, man's there's, pockets. There's
1: no hope at all. Nope. Coming in at number two, you're formulating a plan to rob the local food bank. <laughs> okay, and uh, coming in wow. at number one, coming in at number one is American Express calls and says, leave home without it
3: uh-huh and i thought you maybe go. you would have one on there you steal a gift from one of the christmas kids
1: yeah no absolutely Sh- not. shameful yes that would be that would be very shameful, shameful. <laughs> that would be extremely very shameful mm. uh did you know that on average you're caught on doorbell and security cameras in your own neighborhood twice a day Yeah. twice a day people have <sighs> these devices all over the place yeah. now we do I mean, you know my house is like Fort Knox. I've got like 50 different cameras all over the place. Yeah.
3: Um I remember um Mike that our um radio host here mm-hmm. when I was he showed me a picture like when they got a camera mm-hmm. and it was spooky of what goes on inside your house in the middle of the night. Like mm-hmm. here there was somebody peering like maybe next to his car or hanging out by the car and mm-hmm. it it looked to me like outright spooky you know, to see uh, what can go bump in the night outside of your
1: house. Right. Now, yeah. see, that's my ring video doorbell view.
3: Oh, and that's a nice view right okay, there. Okay, so that yeah. kind of
1: gives me uh, a view of it, everything It right should there. give you
3: a good view of uh, the, whoever would be out there. I wonder how many times I've been on people's cameras. Like, I wonder about that when I run in the morning.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: like how far their cameras go out if they can get me, running jogging out on the road Mm -hmm. i wonder if that one house has the video of me running back to take a look at the little owl that was really like sitting on their mailbox it just kind of makes you wonder
1: um you got to be careful though because some people misuse the cameras too Oh. They do. Some people do misuse them. What
3: do you mean? Like they can edit? Like do a little edit on them?
1: Yeah, just doing all sorts of crap on there. Oh. You know, it's it's not good.
3: Yeah. But I mean, when I run in the morning, I have nothing to hide. I'm not out there.
1: You're just jogging along.
3: And I love looking at the uh, decor and, you know, the way people do up their houses, Mm -hmm. you know, or the different... I love I love the view of my Port St. Lucie.
1: It's beautiful. I'm sure it's very beautiful where you run. Yeah. Uh, did you know that 60% of Americans have posed naked for a photo at least once, well, I, even though yeah. it can come back to haunt you? 67%. I'm not going to ask you because that's getting a little too personal, and I'm not going to ask that question either. Um, I'm not going to ask if Gary has, and I'm not going to say whether Rachel has or not. But um, 67% of Americans have posed totally nude, at least once in their lifetime, even though it will come back and haunt them. That
3: gives me a vision of that Burt Reynolds one when he uh, uh, posed for Playgirl. Oh, and he Didn't had he? the
1: hat in front of his crotch?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: remember that. He was
3: like on a bear rug, like mm-hmm. a bear rug. Yes, and, I remember uh, that. Very classy. I
1: remember, yes, it was very classy. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. Yeah. Uh, did you know people who want to... Oh, okay. Did you know the people who want to be more productive... Listen to a video game soundtrack at work. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's how... a very interesting stat.
3: That is. I, I have not heard that before. Maybe I should of... pull
1: up Game of Thrones and play that, and we'll get more productive.
3: Oh, and that one might get you more productive. That one kind of picks me up and wakes me up, you know? Yeah. If, I'm watch, if I used to watch those episodes late at night, mm-hmm. just the start of the show and that soundtrack alone would be like, like a pick up, mm-hmm. a pick-me-up.
1: Did you know that a study conducted recently... Shows that half of us don't really want to do uh, to answer the door when we are at home. So, in other words, when the doorbell rings, you just you really don't want to answer it.
3: Um, you know what? I never feel that way. I'm more like that when my phone rings than mm-hmm. I am the door. I'm.
1: You don't want to answer your phone. I
3: get more excited to go to the door. Uh, really? But the phone ringing, sometime uh, the phone ringing, sometime I gotta ignore because. You know, you can just become a slave to your phone.
1: I get excited to go to the door when the doorbell rings. That's just because of the fact that the Amazon man has come. Yeah, especially That means I when, got goodies.
3: Especially when he's there, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rachel ordered some stuff off of Amazon, um, was it two days ago? And it came yesterday. She ordered these huge beach towels. Oh, yeah? They're like six, seven oh, feet right. tall by like five feet wide.
3: I would be excited about that, too. What- Shoot.
1: She ordered those for our weekend jaunt up in uh, SeaWorld this upcoming sure. weekend.
3: Were they nice and big and colorful? Colorful um, ones? I don't
1: remember. They were um, a... Oh, I can't remember the uh, material they were made out of.
3: They were probably weren't it's not your material. Well, it's were they not like your, a thick, nice thick, uh, heavy can't. towels?
1: They weren't thick, but it's not your, your typical towel material. It's more of a... Um, oh. Oh, I can't think of it for the life of me. Is it more like a
3: thin material, like a wrapper, like you r- just want to wrap yourself up in the towel and oh, not very it's, absorbent? It's literally, it's
1: literally, a- literally skip my mind. Literally skip my mind. The kind of material it is. It's a. Um, uh, like a... Um, terry, oh.
3: terry cloth or... Oh, no.
1: no. I feel like I'm playing charades with you right now. <laughs> I, <I'm>, uh, uh, <laughs> it's soft it, and it's, it, it silky? feels good. Was like a silky and material? It's, it's, it's not cottony and it's like... I, I feel like I'm on the, the $100,000 pyramid and I'm going for $100,000 yeah. and I need to hold my hands and describe it to you and have you answer I it. can't
3: even imagine what other material a towel could be. No, it I'll needs to be a, cottony she... and absorbent, I'll I would imagine. I'll have to imagine. ask her when
1: she calls. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to ask her when she calls. But it, um, she got it very inexpensive.
3: Oh, good, good. Very, oh, very inexpensive. We got um, Jaden all day on Saturday was waiting for a bat to come in the mail.
1: A bat? Yeah. As in baseball?
3: Nope, a uh, bat, you know, like a winged type of bat that you get for Halloween. Oh. And it was like it's, it, came in the, it came in Amazon and its eyes lit up like a red, fiery, glowing eyes mm-hmm. and a huge bat. You know, usually I'm afraid of bats. But this one was really, really cool. And uh, in fact, we had to get back early from the restaurant Saturday night because mm-hmm. he knew it was coming.
1: Really? And I bet he was excited when it came, huh?
3: Oh, yeah. I wow. mean, I actually, uh, Dad... The kid
1: must be, like, a, a, a so happy, like a kid in a candy store at Christmas time.
3: Yeah, Dad tracked it when we were there, so yeah. we knew it was going to be at the doorstep when we got home. Aww. He got, like, really excited. That's
1: cool. So did he, was, like, run up and just rip it apart and open it up?
3: Yeah, we, the package was it brought inside and just, like, opened before cool. uh, you knew it, you know. Very
1: cool. Very cool. 6:48 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. Go see our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines.
3: Well, good morning. A Miami Dade commissioner is hosting a Cuba Freedom Vigil tonight in Hialeah. Renny Garcia urging the U.S. to help Cubans on the island to get back online.
8: You have Venezuela that's failed, and you also have Nicaragua that's fallen. And we see other South American countries are starting to go down that path. If we don't cut off the head, we're going to have a hemisphere plagued with communism.
3: Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunes will also be joining tonight's Visual. A 48-year-old Vero Beach man died Saturday night after his pickup truck was struck by a car that crashed into him at a residential intersection. The crash occurred about 9.50 p.m. when the sedan driver, age 68, was traveling west on 4th Street toward 66th Avenue in suburban Vero Beach and failed to halt at the intersection stop sign, according to the Florida Highway Patrol. The pickup truck driver, who was heading south on 66th Avenue, was struck on the driver's side by the sedan, causing the truck to overturn and land on its left side. The sedan veered off the road, according to troopers. The pickup driver was pronounced dead at the scene, FHP said. The 68-year-old, who also is from Vero Beach, was critically injured. FHP did not release the names of the drivers. Treasure Coast residents will now have the luxury of visiting a new beachfront bar and restaurant. Years in the making, the Seaside Cafe on Stewart Beach opened its doors Friday. After struggling to find employees for weeks, the project cost $2 million and replaced the old chef shack that occupied the space for years. Kevin Abadi, the director of Martin County Parks and Recreation, said the county began offering incentives such as free water park passes to Sailfish splash and free rounds of golf to residents who would apply. We had a big influx of students. It was amazing to see some of the 14-year-olds apply for a job, said Abadi. The cafe currently serves food, beer, and wine. The new property also includes new restrooms and beach showers. It's open from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the weekends and from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the weekdays. Over 900 cars, both vintage and new, took part in the Cars and Coffee event on Sunday at Palm Beach Outlets. The event benefited Little Smiles, a local nonprofit organization that works with 32 pediatric facilities from Fort Pierce to Miami. Little Smiles helps children in different situations. The event collected toys for a Christmas in July toy distribution. Living in Palm Beach, a lot of people kind of forget that there's a lot of children in need in the community.
17: There's always kids in need of a smile, and something as simple as a toy can really bring that to them.
3: Their next event called Bamboozle, a cartoon-themed scavenger hunt, will be held on Clematis Street on Saturday, August 14, from 4 to 8 p.m. It takes more than a COVID spike and rain to keep music fans away from South Florida. The three-day Rolling Loud Festival concluded yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium. No totals have been released, but the crowd size has been described as massive. An ice cream brand known for its political activity is freezing itself out of the West Bank, which could chill business with the state of Florida.
18: Last week, Ben & Jerry's announced its ice cream wouldn't be sold in what it calls the Palestinian-occupied territories. That may trigger a Florida law against dealing with companies that boycott Israel. We have a law that says
16: if you boycott Israel, we boycott you.
18: Melbourne State Representative Randy Fine wrote the law and calls Ben & Jerry's move idiotic but isn't sure if the law covers that decision. Governor DeSantis is asking a state board to cut off dealings with Ben & Jerry's and its parent company, Unilever. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: Leslie, an 83-year-old woman in Utah is now a fifth-degree black belt in karate, and Chuck Norris himself awarded it to her at an event on Saturday. Uh, she got into karate 15 years ago when her 11-year-old granddaughter started taking lessons. The U.S. is in second place in the Summer Olympics with 10 medals this weekend, including four gold. So far, six out of 10 medals have come in swimming. China leads in medals overall with 11, so we have China with six gold, one silver, four bronze. For the USA, 10 medals, four gold, two silver, four bronze. Russia's in third place with seven, one gold, four silver, and two bronze. Our news time is 6.53. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
16: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
1: 6:54 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together.
3: We do have an accident. It's on the Turnpike southbound in Port St. Lucie. A vehicle crash with injuries. There's no roadblock from this accident and you ex- can expect to see this one on the Turnpike southbound Port St. Lucie at mile marker 142. If you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Port St. Lucie, it's 77, and in Uppsala, Sweden, it's 80. Here's more on our forecast, WPTV.
11: This morning along the Treasure Coast, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms, mainly inland. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms for the middle portion of the week. Still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in and our rain chances go down. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
6: just imagine imagine
16: finding a doctor who listens imagine a doctor who cares who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life you don't have to imagine WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com
14: The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any
1: time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 658 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Our number one done. And as they say, one and done. Two more to go for me and you. And then, of course, coming in an hour number three, Dr. John Millay from the Martin County School System is going to be here.
3: Yeah, we're going to see how what he's doing with the last uh, couple of weeks now spent on summer vacation because before we know it, the kids are uh, getting on back to school. What is it, coming up August 11 or oh, August man. 12? You
1: know, before you know it, we're just going to be snapping a finger, and these kids are going to be going back to school.
3: Yeah, and I'm sure they all have their school clothes. My stepkids do. I know they, they're getting a number of uh, different items They got all their clothes. goodies and
1: stuff like that. Yeah, and all I've right. been
3: seeing all of the booklets and back-to-school supplies now out in stores. There you go. Just a reminder of it.
1: That's it, folks. And, of course, you'll see those crossing guards out there. So remember... Don't speed in those school zones because the motorcycle police—that's right—the motor units with Martin County Sheriff's Office will have no mercy on you at all.
3: And what you're gonna do when they come for you?
1: That's right—you'll get a ticket. That's for damn sure. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next.
19: In the Senate. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News.
17: Very close. We're in the final strokes. We're in the final days. We're optimistic.
19: That's Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo on CBS Face the Nation. A vote could happen today. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live.
17: Dave, this is a motion to proceed, not a final vote on legislation funding around a trillion dollars of core infrastructure. Even if the Senate finally okays the plan, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi putting up a roadblock telling ABC's this week the House won't pass it without the $3.5 trillion human infrastructure plan. Building the human infrastructure is really a part of building
16: the physical infrastructure.
17: GOP Senator Rob Portman pushed back, saying the deal's been bipartisan from the beginning.
16: It's the way we ought to be doing things here in Washington to get stuff done, and I can't believe the Speaker of the House would be blocking it.
17: The reconciliation package, which would be passed without Republican support, would pay for social programs and clean energy initiatives.
19: Dave? Rachel, Iraq's Prime Minister goes to the White House for talks today, and a Biden administration official tells AP he and the President will announce an end to the U.S. combat mission in Iraq by the end of this year, as U.S. troops keep leaving Afghanistan, and a withdrawal that will be complete next month. There were fewer new COVID cases reported over the weekend, but that is typical. Friday's surge, nearly 118,000 was the most in a day since early February, as cases climbed because of the Delta variant. It's prompted some communities to bring back mask mandates, like St. Louis County, Missouri, where Councilman Mike Harder tells Fox it sends the wrong message. Even with a vaccine, you must wear a mask and uh and and that's that's
16: going to be a way of basically turning people against the vaccine and and that's counterproductive a sheriff's
19: deputy is dead in kern county california another wounded after a swat standoff at a home the gunman was also shot and taken out injured
20: america's listening to fox
19: The new House Select Committee holds its first hearing this weekend of the deadly Capitol attack without five Republicans picked to be part of it. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy pulled three after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi rejected two pro-Trump Republicans, Congressman Jim Jordan and Jim Banks. Banks tells Fox News Sunday she doesn't want them probing the failures of Capitol
6: Police to prepare for the protests. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, has more control and authority and responsibility over the leadership of the Capitol, Police than anyone else in the United States Capitol.
19: There is one Republican who's a late add to the committee, another of the 10 GOP House lawmakers who voted to impeach President Trump after the riots. As many had speculated, the Speaker reached out to Illinois Republican Representative Adam Kinzinger to join fellow Republican Liz Cheney on the House Select Committee. In accepting, Kinzinger said in a statement that he pledged to be part of a serious, clear-eyed, nonpartisan approach to get to the truth of why the riot happened. Speaker Pelosi, in her own statements at Kinzinger, a military veteran, brings great patriotism to the committee. Kinzinger will be seated for the first hearing of the committee tomorrow.
6: Grinnell Scott,
19: Fox News. Well, with all we've done, masking up and using a ton of sanitizer in this COVID era, very few people got the flu or a cold last year. But this year, some out-of-season viruses are cropping up.
5: One example is RSV, a respiratory virus that causes colds in adults but can be dangerous for babies. It was muted last year and early this year. But cases of RSV started to increase in April, which is unusual. It normally peaks in January. Health measures like masks that were used to slow COVID spread probably helped suppress viruses last year, and they made a comeback when restrictions were lifted. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
19: On Wall Street, stock futures are falling, so are most markets overseas after the Dow and the NASDAQ hit record highs Friday. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
12: Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com.
5: Here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh,
1: thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It's July 26 2021. It's a Monday morning.
21: Rise and shine, Sleeping Beauty.
1: That's right. Rise and shine. Just call me Sleeping Beauty all you want. Think
18: positive. Think positive.
1: I'm always thinking positive. What are you talking about? How's your day going? My day is going awesome. That's all I have to say with a capital A, 707 the time. Mr. Clock, would you certify that?
2: It's now 7.07 a.m.
1: Bonnie, my day's awesome. How about you?
3: It couldn't be any more awesome, you know. I'm just having this perfect Monday. Are here, you, Evan? That means yeah. you're
1: full of awesomeness.
3: Uh, you know, you know, I'm just full of energy, and when you have the energy and stamina, you feel terrific. That's
1: right. You don't feel verklempt at all, do you?
3: No, I, you know, I hate those moments that I feel so tired, yeah. and I just don't want to get up and do anything. I agree well, with it's you. Not this morning. That's
1: right. You're not Miss Lazy. Uh, you are just full of energy. You are a pistol, kind of like uh, April who comes in here.
3: Yeah, like April. And visits us. And April is as good as the Energizer Bunny. That's that a girl,
1: firecracker at its best right there. That
3: girl can go and go and go, I'm yes. telling you props for props sure. off to
1: her without a doubt. Let's do some birthdays.
3: The radio. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
4: Happy
1: birthday. It's time for birthdays anniversaries back in the day for this July 26th. Bonnie, what do you have?
3: Well, we want to say happy birthday to Tate. And happy birthday to Troy. Tate. Both of the awesome teas from my hometown in
1: Wisconsin. Does Tate have a tot? That means he'd be a Tater tot. <laughs>
3: Um, Tate is really awesome. That's cool. I, I mean, like that
1: name, Tate. That's a pretty has, cool name. He has
3: to be one of the most successful people from our class.
1: Very nice. Like he's,
3: he's doing high ex- school? extremely well. From
1: high school? Yeah. Okay, and, very cool. And
3: I grew up with him in my hometown. You know, we grew up on the ball field together. Wow. And, you know, playing basketball and baseball and sports. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love and miss those kids, Evan. All right. And very happy good. birthday, Tate and Troy, this All right. morning.
1: The two T's. T and T. Happy birthday. Yes. Taylor Momsen, 28 years old today. That's Jenny Humphrey on Gossip Girl. Elizabeth Gillies is 28. That's Dennis Leary's daughter Gigi on the FXO show, show. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll.
3: Never tuned in for that. Neither did I. Nope, never watched that one.
1: Neither did I. Uh, Francia Raja is 33. That's Torres on Gronish. Monica Raymond is 35. That's Gabriel Gabriella Dawson on Chicago Fire. Grace Gilly is 37. Now that
3: one sounds familiar. Boo
1: Boo Kitty. Annika <laughs> Cole, uh, Calhoun on Empire. Uh, Kate Beckinsale is 48. That's Lean the Vampire in Underworld.
3: Oh, I think she was in uh, Click 2 with Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. played the wife in that.
1: Yep, Chris Harrison's what? 50 years old today. That's the former Bachelor host. Yeah,
3: he's not going to host The Bachelor anymore, so no. I wonder if somebody's going to be, like, taking that over no. or, or who would step in his shoes to take that show
1: over. Cress Williams is 51. He is Black Lightning. Jason Statham. Or statum, however you say it. Fifty-four years old today. Jeremy Piven is fifty-six. That's Ari Gold and entourage. Sandra Bullock is fifty-seven years old today.
3: Wow, she's fifty-six. Se- she's yeah, three 57. years away from sixty. Wow. And always looking amazing. Okay. You know, there's nobody. I mean, she she just always looks fascinating to okay. me.
1: Uh, we have a call. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, oh, that's not a good morning.
3: Why so serious? Yeah.
1: Why so serious? I just woke up like ten minutes ago. Oh, okay. You know, I'm trying to figure out the the material of these towels. Microfiber. You Thank you. Uh, That's it.
3: Oh, microfiber. That's what we used to uh, wipe our our microwave oven and the glass top on mm-hmm. our stove. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need the microfiber to. Now it's going to be nice and safe on your body. Yeah. She it, bought
1: these huge. It shouldn't scratch. These things. You could wrap a body inside these things. Scared.
21: <laughs> extra micro microfiber beach towels oversized they're extra large they were 74 inches by 36 inches and here
3: i was thinking how can anything else be absorbent i think the microfiber is rather absorbent six feet
1: by three feet yeah and you know how much we paid
3: you can fit the whole family on one beach towel yeah pretty much yeah
1: yeah Yeah. how much do we pay for those things $21 Twenty-one dollars for both of them. Twenty-one bucks for two of them.
21: That's not bad.
1: You can't pay that in a store for one towel.
21: Not bad. No, because I priced them even at, at Wally World. Yeah. And to get and the biggest ones at Wally World were only like sixty by thirty-six.
1: And they were like God for. They were like expensive. thirteen
21: dollars a piece. Oh yeah.
3: yeah. Now and now you got two of them for yeah. like twenty-one. Yep. I saw mm-hmm. some nice big ones too at Ollie's when I was shopping this week too. Um, Ollie's had some nice uh, big beach towels for a very good price. Maybe I think they could, were
21: nine ninety nine.
1: Maybe you could find towels at Bin Deals. They're opening up.
21: Are, did they open back
3: up? I don't know.
1: Ask the Bin Deal no. Queen. Oh. She'll tell you.
21: They're only doing a four day event this upcoming weekend.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. I w- I wonder what's the big precursor for them to open back up and not be open for a while. And I wonder what's
21: going on there. <clears throat> they're they're just doing it. Um, and then I want to say they're opening again in October.
3: Oh, okay. Maybe I'll so, have to go for the special event this weekend. I don't know. Yeah,
21: yep. I, I'm assuming it's going to be really busy this weekend. <laughs> they're doing um, Saturday and Sunday, they're doing it, and it's it's instead of $5, they're doing $7 because they're doing prime loads.
3: Ooh. But
21: they'll close between one and two both days to do a full restock.
3: Wow. Wow. Yeah. And
1: well there you go now you got something to do this weekend here Bonnie.
3: I work on Sunday yesterday would have been a great day for their event to be open because here I was at work with four massages to do and on the back half of my day two people didn't show up so so you were left
1: dry high I, and dry
3: um not really I still got paid for you know it's like
1: you got paid something yeah. <laughs> instead of nothing. yeah. Something is better than nothing. But
3: it would have been really like a terrific day right. for me to go yesterday. All right. No oh, problem. No darn. problem
1: at all. All right. And well, go ahead. It'll be
21: open Monday, and Monday will be $3 day, and then Tuesday is dollar day. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I can dollar go
3: there day. Monday, too.
1: Maybe yeah. they'll serve dollar hot dogs and dollar soda <laughs> like at Clover Park.
3: Maybe they'll have a game of <laughs> baseball knows? outside. There
1: you go. Anything's possible.
3: <laughs> we could we could bring out some little games.
1: All right. Uh what's today? Oh, take something out of the freezer if you would, please. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll have some dinner tonight. What kind of uh, dinner are you going
3: to be doing? I don't
1: know. I'm not sure yet. Just yeah. take some chicken out. We went and bought chicken. was on. You know, it's always inexpensive at Wally World. We
3: had brats last night. Um, these kind of like Parkland brats that I bought. They were more skinnier ah. than than your average uh, looking bratwurst.
1: We did OG for dinner last night.
3: OG? Yeah,
1: we did OG. Oh,
3: goodness. No, um, not oh,
1: goodness. Oh we did OG, the restaurant, OG. I
3: don't know that one um
1: olive garden
3: oh yeah yeah, course. we
1: did og yeah we did og
3: why yeah. didn't i think of that
1: it was olive good garden. we both actually tried something new last night out of the norm yeah what? i i actually did not eat what i usually have at olive garden
3: what did you have normally
1: i do chicken parm with spaghetti yeah and i kind of went out of pot i went out of the norm and i had uh, what was it ravioli Five-cheese ravioli. Yeah, five-cheese ravioli. Oh,
3: that sounds really good. good.
21: I bet it was.
1: Yeah. Rachel had something new, too. She had, uh, what was it? Something.
21: uh, It was a a baked cheese tortellini and chicken in an alfredo sauce. Wow,
3: that does sound good now.
1: Yeah, she went out of her normal, too.
3: Last time we had Olive Garden, we were doing takeout. We did takeout Mm -hmm. a few times in Mm -hmm. this one month when Mm -hmm. the pandemic was really Mm -hmm. big. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we would order it ahead and just just go pick it up at their delivery service.
1: Yeah, it was nice to just kind of decompress and uh, after a, a long week of baseball and, and just enjoy a nice quiet dinner between the two of us. Oh Gavin no was doubt. Working and yeah. then uh, from there we went to Wally World, uh, picked up a couple of new fans, and
21: we didn't go to Wally
1: World. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we went to Home Depot. Yeah, my bad. Right. Yeah, the wife always. And, how, and
21: how did you do with the fans last night?
1: Oh, jeez, I don't know. I'm still. I'm 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 a little on the fence on those. I feel Why? like I'm fly I feel like I'm flying a jet plane.
21: I <laughs> never turned mine up when I came
1: to bed finally. No? I still Was, left it on too. Oh, Was okay. it
21: loud? Right. Were they pretty uh,
1: it's loud? It's a little. They're a little bigger than what we're used to. Yeah. So we're we're it's 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 a trial and trial and error.
3: Sometimes it can be a nice sound to put you to sleep. But if it it's does. a little over that overbearing point, yeah. I well, guess these are
21: eleven inch fans.
1: Yeah, oh. these things are huge. Yeah. Yeah. These they'll are blow. bigger
21: than the last ones we've got, so they'll when you have you them the on bed. high, they were going mm-hmm. really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: they'll blow you out of I the bed. I bet Kaya
21: loves laying under them
1: in oh, the, no. the summer heat. No. no,
21: no. Kaya's She's
1: afraid just, of it? Kaya, Kaya just <laughs> lays in my chair overnight. That's Aww. all she does, stays Aww. in my chair. All right, got to run. i got to finish what we're doing. Have a wonderful day. Love you, and I'll see you after, uh, after work. Have a great okay, day. Okay, love you. Right, bye-bye. Uh, anyway, back to birthdays. Gary Cherone or Cherone is uh, 60. That's the ex-singer of Van Halen and the third and extreme. I think he
3: was the lead singer from extreme too. And don't ask me how he became the lead singer for a while from mm-hmm. Van Halen. But it was that was really, really short lived.
1: Yes. Uh, Kevin Spacey is 62 years old today. Wow, 62. Dorothy Hamill. How about the figure skater? How
3: old what, Dorothy is she? Is she about 85?
1: <laughs> you would think. She's 65.
3: Oh, oh! I see, that was wrong of me. Yeah, she, Why did I think she
1: would? That's okay.
3: Uh, might, maybe I have her confused with someone else. No,
1: that's all right. She won gold in the 76 Olympics. Yes, she did. Uh, here we go. You ready, Bonnie? Your boy, Mick Jagger, <laughs> 78 years old today.
3: 78.
1: 78 years old today.
3: Do, I'm wondering: Do we really want to still go see do the Rolling Stones? Do you really want to go see
1: the guy that's going to be standing up there with a cane or a walker? And a, uh, I, I, don't yeah, know. I don't know, man.
3: I think we're going to do more of um more of a business trip this time around. <sighs> yeah, and, you think uh, so? We're gonna look at look at things up there to buy okay um, i I don't know i don't know go I, see
1: ring put your money at ringo star you might be better there.
3: yeah that concert's on a friday and i don't know if yeah. i want to go to tampa but i do want to see ringo down mm-hmm. in uh at the hard rock next next summer
1: uh joe jackson passed away in 2018 um joe father jackson of jackie did? jackson joe jackson
3: of yeah. uh stepping out did yeah
1: no, no, no. This is uh, from the Jackson family, the oh, Jacksons.
3: The, that father Joe Yes, did. the father of oh, Jackie, oh, Tito, oh.
1: Jermaine, Marlon, Robbie, LaToya, Randy, Janet, and the late Michael.
3: That's a lot, a lot of kids.
1: That's a lot of Jacksons, there let me is. tell you.
3: That is. Let's
1: tell you. He was busy with his wife. That's all i got to say. Remember Dobie Gray, the song Drift Away? Sure, He's celebrating sure. a birthday in the heavens, passed away in 2011. Vivian Vance, Ethel Mertz from I Love Lucy." She passed away in 1979. Wow, I used to love watching that show. You did? I love Lucy. Yeah, it was a great show.
3: Gary tells me that he used to think of Lucy as like a cartoon character.
1: Hey, Lucy!
3: (laughs) She, Lucille Ball. Yeah, she yep. was great. Yep. I used to
1: love watching that I
3: loved show. it when they were, her and Ethel were in that candy factory. Oh and my
1: gosh. The conveyor and the, belt. The conveyor belt, <laughs> and they had to put the candy and the paper and wrap it. Yes. And it just started going faster and faster. <laughs> and they started shoving them in their mouths mm-hmm. and in their aprons. Classic
3: stuff right there. <laughs> that was great.
1: That's probably one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's National Aunt and uncle, uncle Day. So make sure and honor your aunt and uncle uncle as its national aunt and uncle day
3: i miss some i miss my aunt and uncles that Aww. are in the heavens Aww. i'm telling you i've had some I miss terrific my, uh, aunts and uncles my,
1: i miss my my one of my favorite aunts was my aunt gertie gertie uh, i love uh, aunt the name yeah <laughs> that was my mother's sister my yeah. aunt gertie i loved her my yeah. my, uh, my uncle mike aunt gertie and uncle mike uh it's national all or nothing day all or nothing day so whatever you may go do today it's either all or nothing that's it pretty straightforward
3: no halfway thing about it nope not halfway here babe
1: how about National bagel fest day
3: uh, for yeah. today
1: go get a bagel
3: so maybe dr may- Malay will be in with some <laughs> <laughs>
1: wishful thinking now he it's heard too it. soon now he heard it it's also national coffee milkshake day bonnie all
3: right no that's one for rachel right? that's one that's for one you for too your wife. no that's one for you too no i i drink a straight black coffee i okay. never do it in a milkshake
1: well you know what i don't you get can, so fancy you can take coffee and put it in with ice cream yeah and blend it up and you'll have a coffee milkshake. That
3: would be good. You that know, would taste
1: great. I saw
3: Valerie Bertinelli do that on her mm-hmm. cooking show. Mm-hmm. And she was inviting a host of friends over. And she showed something delicious by mm-hmm. just pouring espresso over white vanilla ice cream. Ooh. And just serving that as a dessert. How simple and easy.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. That's like taking, you know, I like to drink Kahlua every now and then. Oh, I like I'll to, have a too. Kahlua and cream. That's my drink of choice, but Ooh, that's like yeah. one every six months. Yeah. So here's something to try is to take Kahlua and pour it over vanilla ice cream.
3: Oh, that would be that good. That probably
1: would be really super that good. That would
3: be something. Or
1: blend up vanilla ice cream with Kahlua.
3: Yeah, but the the creamy a Kahlua, Kahlua, Kahlua is usually sinful and uh calorie, Mm -hmm. the calorie big zone enough. (laughs) Or
1: you can just buy coffee flavored ice cream. I know. That's another good one.
3: Coffee flavored. They have a, um, I heard advertised they have a coconut flavored ice cream now too. Mm -hmm. And you know, I bought something so wonderful. My, Mm -hmm. uh, I bought this big tub of yogurt the other Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. It's coconut yogurt. Oh, okay. And it's such a great go to for a dessert with uh, put some berries in there. That's where my blueberries went. Remember I said I had Yes. A lot of blueberries. Well, I ate most of them now.
1: Here's another one for you. Yeah. Take Bailey's and pour Bailey's over vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. That would be good.
3: Bailey's Irish cream.
1: Folks, uh, just don't try this at home, please, with your children. (laughs) Uh, Make sure they are at least 21 years of age or older, and proof of ID is required. Oh, you just reminded (laughs) me you could could
3: pour a little tequila rose, get some strawberry action going on that one, too. Wow.
1: (laughs) 722 it's amazing what you can think of for adult ice cream desserts uh 722 as i mentioned it's uh time for news all brought to you by florida blue your local blue cross blue shield helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years here's bonnie
3: well good morning once again officials said friday that florida will stick with weekly covid 19 reports That is despite cases again surging as the more infectious Delta variant spreads among the states unvaccinated. WPTV's Capitol reporter, Forrest Saunders, has this report.
9: Florida Health ended daily reports June 4th. Officials said then things were returning to normal. Cases at new lows, positivity below 5%. The rate's now at least 17% with tens of thousands of new cases weekly and renewed concern about COVID spreading. I need to be safe for me and my family. Florida's current situation prompting physicians, epidemiologists, even some in Congress to push for daily COVID reporting to return here.
10: Transparency is of the essence,
9: infectious disease specialist Dr. Frederick Southwick telling us Thursday, he wants daily hospitalization data back. It was vital, he says, to inform and motivate the public.
10: It turns out when it comes to infections and epidemics, fear is a good thing. Fear will keep you at home. Fear will make you wear a mask. Fear We'll we'll give you the vaccine.
9: The governor's office says it isn't happening. Weekly summaries will stay put, officials tell us. They believe going back to daily details would do little to help. Quote, I do feel we are providing enough data to the public to make their own decision to protect themselves and their loved ones, said the governor's press secretary. The number one thing that people can do to protect themselves, it's not about looking at the numbers every day. It's about getting the vaccine.
8: That is it, sir. You're good to go.
9: While Florida remains one of the most infrequent COVID reporters, it's not alone. Iowa also down to updates every seven days, and many other states report every five or fewer, as it can be rigorous work for health staff.
10: It's really, really important.
9: Southwick, however, still thinks the Sunshine State can and must do better.
3: Florida is being sued over its decision not to extend federal unemployment benefits. A lawsuit was filed yesterday in Broward County to get state officials to restore the funds which amount to $300 a week. State officials say the benefits encourage people to not work. A vigil is planned for tonight in South Florida to show support for the people fighting to free Cuba. Miami-Dade County Commissioner Renny Garcia says Cuba is the head of the snake of communism, and it needs to be cut off.
8: You have Venezuela that's failed, and you also have Nicaragua that fallen. And we see other South American countries are starting to go down that path. If we don't cut off the head, we're going to have a hemisphere plagued with communism.
3: Garcia will be joined at tonight's vigil by Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez. A 48-year-old Vero Beach man died Saturday night after his pickup truck was struck by a car that crashed into him at a residential intersection. The crash occurred about 9:50 p.m. when the sedan driver, age 68, was traveling west on Fourth Street toward 66th Avenue in suburban Vero Beach and failed to halt at the intersection stop sign, according to the Florida Highway Patrol. The pickup truck driver, who was headed south on 66th Avenue, was struck on the driver's side by the sedan causing the truck to overturn and land on its left side. The sedan veered off the road according to troopers. The pickup driver was pronounced dead at the scene, FHP said. The 68 year old who is also from Vero Beach was critically injured. FHP did not release the names of the drivers. Pandemic restrictions on Florida-based cruise ships no longer in place under the latest ruling by a federal appeals court, while the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention tries to fight a Florida lawsuit challenging the regulations. A three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals had temporarily blocked a previous ruling last Saturday that sided with Florida officials, but the court reversed that decision on Friday, explaining that the CDC failed to demonstrate an entitlement to a stay-pending appeal. City Commissioner Rufus Butch Alexander III plans to step down after 20 years of public service. District 1 voters likely will select his successor in a special election later this year. In a letter Monday to the commission, Alexander said he intends to retire because of health concerns. And lastly a 13 year old australian girl named riley stewart was eating doritos last week and she came across a puffy chip which isn't that different from those 3d doritos she posted on TikTok and asked people if she should eat it or try to sell it she listed it on ebay and supposedly had offers of up to one hundred thousand dollars but that auction got shut down Uh, That's when Dorito stepped in and offered Riley $20,000 for the chip. Not because they want to investigate it. It's just a chip that has a big pocket of air inside. They just saw an opportunity to turn it into a a marketing thing. And uh, what a great day. Probably the best bag of chips for Miss Riley. The US is in second place in the Summer Olympics with 10 medals this weekend including 4 gold. Uh, so far, 6 of our 10 medals have come in swimming and the folks in Sarasota too are happy that a hometown girl has won an Olympic medal. Team USA swimmer Emma Wyant earned a silver in the women's 400-meter individual medley. News time is 7:28 and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: Seven twenty nine Right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
3: Fort St. Lucie, we've been seeing an accident on the turnpike. This is southbound at mile marker 142 on the turnpike. No roadblock from the accident. If you see something throughout the morning, say something. Call and let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Stewart this morning 78 it's also 78 in
11: Port St. Lucie and here's more on our weather at WPTV this morning along the Treasure Coast temperatures in the mid to upper 70s some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute this afternoon highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits we'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms mainly inland Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. For the middle portion of the week, still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in and our rain chances go down. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
4: Do
5: you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstu show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan
17: and Bonnie.
23: This is not headline news. The U.S. men's basketball team lost to France. Well, c'est la vie. Kim Kardashian made a surprise appearance at Kanye's listening party for his new album. Also a surprise, he didn't release the album. The movie Old opened in theaters over the weekend. It's a documentary about the new season of Sex in the City. A fire destroyed Jay-Z's New Orleans mansion. So if you're keeping track, he's officially at 100 problems. Eric Clapton won't play venues that require vaccines. So if you're dying to see Eric Clapton, now's your chance. And Cleveland's Major League Baseball team will become the Guardians next season. We can't wait to see them square off against the Cincinnati Avengers and Chicago Justice League. This is Not Headline News.
1: From Not Headline News, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News.
11: It's so stupid and awesome.
1: Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live?
2: Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid?
1: I don't know. I'm not uh, too keen on the new uh, Cleveland baseball name, to be very honest with you. You're not? The Guardians? The C- no. The
3: Cleveland Guardians? No,
1: I just don't like it.
3: I don't mind it.
1: No, the Indians have been a staple forever and a day.
3: I guess it's true. Yeah. yeah we're used to weird. saying Cleveland Indians, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, they changed the Redskins to just the Washington football team, which is fine. You know, it's got Washington in there. But the, I don't know, the guardians just doesn't sound right.
3: It sounds like it reminds me of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. It feels
1: like people that are taking care of other people in an old folks' home. Oh, the it guardians, does? <laughs> something like that. Anyway, let's go to Kissimmee, Florida, where a scuffle over a pair of Gucci sandals at a Kissimmee water park. Uh, a woman fled, almost running over a park employee according to the Lake County Sheriff's Office. According to the arrest affidavit, Shannon Pent, who's 32 years old, got into an argument at Island H2O on Sunday after another parkgoer accused her of walking off with her Gucci sandals valued at about 60 bucks.
3: Oh, my. I wonder if that person really walked off with the sandals. Now,
1: the woman said she confronted Pent when she saw her walking out of the park with her sandals and filmed the verbal altercation on her cell phone. Hmm. Now, a park employee, Bonnie, was in the parking lot of the water park as Pent began to drive her Nissan Altima away and said when she pulled forward to leave, she circled back and hit his legs, according to the report. Now, the worker told deputies... He had to push him away from the vehicle in order to avoid the tires, knocking himself to the ground. Deputy said as Pence drove off, the trunk was open and the sandals flopped out of the vehicle onto the ground. <laughs> the police went to Pent's home to speak with her about the incident. Mm-hmm. She told officers she was trying to get away from people who were making her afraid for herself, her two children, and her elderly father. She was arrested and charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. The sandals were eventually returned to the rightful owner.
3: Wow, man.
1: What a fiasco yeah, over a I, sixty dollar pair I mean, of Gucci sandals. Yeah, are
3: people really, really getting that nuts? I mean Oh Lord. <laughs> and in the first place, I would never walk off with anybody's sandals. No. I don't care if they're Gucci. No. I don't care if they're $100,000 sandals. They're not mine. I'm not touching them. No,
1: not at all. But That's y- just gross, too, putting on somebody else's sandals.
3: Yeah, it is. You Don't nasty. you think? Because yeah,
1: you don't know if the person has athlete's feet or not. A
3: little bit of foot fungus, yeah, sure.
1: exactly. You don't want fungi on you.
3: you got to be um, uh, breaking out the... The, yeah the the foot powder and
1: Tinactin. Act fast actin Tinactin.
3: Tinactin and that does work fast too. Yeah. Have you ever used it? Gold
1: Bond is another one.
3: I guess that does get rid of itch too, I've yeah. heard.
1: Yeah. Or cortisone cream. That's another one that's good. Mm-hmm. Cortisone cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, a twenty nine year old Louisiana man named Justin Pope was arrested this past Tuesday um after he admitted to stealing a ring from his girlfriend and pawning it for four thousand five hundred dollars then he used that money to make a down payment on an engagement ring for the same girlfriend
3: for the same girlfriend the same girlfriend well no i'm sorry
1: for his girlfriend okay for his girlfriend so he stole the ring from his girlfriend and pawned it for forty five hundred. Then he used to, the money to make a down payment on a
3: ring for another for girl. another
1: girlfriend. Oh yeah. my gosh! The same woman he stole the other ring from. No, no. I'm sorry. It is his girlfriend. Yeah, the same woman. Yeah.
3: So he stole the ring just to make a down payment on, on another ring. On a new ring. ring. <laughs> on a new ring. I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering how I would take that. Yeah. Um. You know, for, first and foremost, the thought was the thought does kind of count. Okay, so he wanted to buy me a. New ring, yeah, but, but why he's steal? stealing from me for the down payment yeah. on that ring. The theft, That's confusing.
1: The theft pawning and ring purchase happened back uh, last year, but he just now confessed just the other day. It's unclear if he got caught or if his conscience gave in. In any event, he told police that he went back to the pawn shop a month later, tried to get the ring back, but was told that it had been melted down for scrap. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's facing a theft charge. But is free on bond currently. Oh, and uh, Justin and the girlfriend are no longer together.
3: Are you surprised? Yeah,
1: go figure. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, note to self: if you have a girlfriend and you want to get her a bigger diamond, don't steal her jewelry, sell it, and then go buy her a bigger diamond.
3: It won't be long till Christmas. will be coming around again, and we'll yeah. be seeing all of those nice jewelry commercials yes. and the car ads too, and the lots pretty of sales. car commercials. Yep, yep, lots
1: of sales. Uh, Let's go to Ohio, where a woman reportedly crashed her car into two other vehicles and a house. Yikes. After taking her hands off the wheel and letting God take control at the speed of 120 miles an hour as a way to test her faith. Now, authorities claimed that the unnamed 31-year-old was driving a car with her daughter, who's 11, down the streets in Beechwood, Ohio at around midnight. Now, security footage shows her car running a red light and eventually spinning out of control, hitting a utility pole, pole and two other vehicles before stopping into a house. Luckily, neither the driver nor the child were seriously hurt.
3: That's pretty lucky. And she was going one twenty.
1: Yep, and the house they crashed into as well, which how was empty world, at the time.
3: How in the world did either one survive well, that?
1: Here, you, here, here you go. Uh, they only suffered minor damage. Upon questioning the driver about 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 the accident, officers were shocked to hear that she'd been going through trials and tribulations lately, and simply decided to let go. And just let God take the wheel. Kind of like the song by Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Jesus, take the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go.
3: I'm sure she's going away for a while. I'm
1: sure she is. And she'll be able to do a lot of praying in, uh, in, in the pokey. Wow. Um, it's a good
3: thing that 11-year-old girl is all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's surprising, but they, they, the article said the girl's all right.
1: Yeah, the girl's all right. Man. Yeah. Very lucky there. Whew. Let's go to New York where a woman posted an ad on Craigslist saying she'll pay somebody $1,000 to accompany her needy mother-in-law to a wedding. She's offering somebody 1000 bucks.
3: Oh, let's look for a date for the okay, mother-in-law, right? To
1: take the needy mother-in-law to a wedding. Now, quote, she needs constant attention and supervision. She will probably wear white and try to escalate small drama at the wedding. Your job is to simply distract and de-escalate any drama that she tries to create.
3: She's like saying, who can do the best at keeping mother-in-law away from me at the wedding?
1: Well, see, here's (laughs) the first problem that I see with this, Bonnie. I can understand offering $1,000 to escort the mother-in-law to the wedding. That's fine. But now the whole thing is going to go south when the lady that put the ad writes that the mother-in-law is going to wear white. You never wear white to a wedding. The bride is the only one that's supposed to wear white.
3: Yeah, she's i uh, trying to draw a little fire uh, at the wedding. Yeah. Like that's that's going to draw a lot of friction. Yeah. But I the mother-in-law, so. the mother-in-law has probably been to many weddings and and probably knows better anyway. Mm-hmm. She probably won't wear the white.
1: I hope not. Yeah. For the mother-in-law. I sake.
3: hope she does the white thing.
1: Yeah. The, uh, I like where you went there <laughs> on that one. The white thing. <laughs> Uh, there's a mini golf course in Daytona beach called Congo river.
3: Oh, I want to go. I want to go now today.
1: Okay. It has alligators that you can feed in it. Ooh! Now do you want to go?
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still want to go. Okay.
1: Yesterday morning, some guy stole one of the alligators.
3: No, say it isn't so. Yes.
1: At about three o'clock in the morning, police spotted a man fighting an alligator on the street. <gasps> and it turned out oh. that he stole it. From the Congo River mini golf course.
3: That alligator wanted to go back to the golf course, by golly. I'm, I'm not a street alligator.
1: The man is 32 years old, and his name is William Hodge, but he goes by the name of Bubba. Now, police posted a photo of him being handcuffed, and the alligator looks fairly small, maybe about four or five feet long. Now, according to the police report, police saw him swinging the alligator around, by its tail and trying to toss it on the roof of a building. So they arrested him. And when they asked why he was doing it, he said he was trying to teach the alligator a lesson, a lesson. What in God's name are you trying to teach this alligator? What kind of lesson? He also told them that he jumped the fence into the enclosure and had to wrestle the gator for a while while, but it sounds like it's okay and it's back home now. Uh, the guy is facing charges for theft, burglary, criminal mischief,
3: and mm. animal
1: cruelty. So
3: the gator made it back to the golf course.
1: Gator made it back to the golf course. Wow. But I good. definitely would love to go check this place out.
3: I would too. Because
1: it sounds like a lot of fun. I've never seen a golf course or, or a putt-putt golf that has a... Um, an alligator where you, uh, alligator area where you can actually feed the gators.
3: Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds kind of unusual. I mean, it certainly would be something that my stepson would want to Oh, Jaden would
1: love that. Are yeah. you kidding? Jaden would have an awesome time there. A
3: little bit of mini golf of right? seeing the gators. And
1: that's up in Daytona yeah. area.
3: That's like, wow, that's really, really that's close to where we go. Yeah. What's so maybe
1: it? there's a road trip. Congo something is what it's called. Congo, Congo bongo.
3: Congo Bongo, yeah. yeah. Congo
1: Bongo Putt-Putt Golf.
3: Maybe we'll have to do that.
1: Google it and see if uh, it comes up in your little Google search We'll do that. Congo Bongo Miniature Golf.
3: They do have those uh, gators at the uh, Pro Bass Shop where we go up in Palm Bay. If you you go into their Pro Bass Shop up uh, at their second exit, I think it's 176 up there. They have uh, like a gator pond And they have, like um, I think, wild boars that you see, too, before Mm -hmm. you go in. Mm -hmm. You can see a little bit of wildlife there.
1: Here it is right there, Congo River Golf. See it? Yeah. Look at that. That looks like a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, yeah. That truly does. They have locations
1: in Kissimmee, Orlando, Port Ritchie, Altamont Springs. They're all over the place. But I'd want to go to the one that has the gators.
3: Oh yeah, where th- where you can feed the gator. I would want to go to that one for sure. I wonder if
1: you were to hit the golf ball in the water, would the gator just like <laughs> eat the golf ball? I
3: don't think I'd be getting that golf ball if there Ooh. were gators in that there water. Man. Oh yeah, this looks like a pretty cool course. Too. Right? Oh, look not This one goes downhill. I bet they get real uh, creative too with their uh, little mini courses.
1: It looks like a pretty cool place.
3: Yeah, we stayed at uh, where did we? S- we stayed at a hotel on. That was our oh, the the Daytona right there. last year.
1: Look at that. See, it just showed the gator.
3: <laughs> you're all of a sudden you're practicing your golf swing and woo, there's a big Crunch. gator with <laughs> a great big bite in back of you.
1: Crunch, without a doubt. Uh, time now is uh 746. Time for news once again. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, go check out Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin.
3: Pandemic restrictions on Florida-based cruise ships are no longer in place under the latest ruling by a federal appeals court, while the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention tries to fight a Florida lawsuit challenging the regulations. A three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals had temporarily blocked a previous ruling last Saturday that sided with Florida officials, but the court reversed that decision on Friday, explaining that the CDC failed to demonstrate an entitlement to a stay pending appeal treasure coast residents will now have the luxury of visiting a new beachfront bar and restaurant years in the making the seaside cafe on stewart beach opened its doors friday after struggling to find employees for weeks the project cost two million dollars and replaced the old chef shack that occupied the space for years Kevin Abadi, the director of Martin County Parks and Recreation, said the county began offering incentives such as free water park passes to sail fish splash and free rounds of golf to get residents to apply. We had a big influx of students. It was amazing to see some of the 14-year-olds apply for a job, Abadi said. The cafe currently serves food, beer, and wine. The new property also includes new restrooms and beach showers. It will be open from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the weekends and from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the weekdays. Florida is being sued over its decision not to extend federal unemployment benefits. A lawsuit was filed yesterday in Broward County to get state officials to restore the funds, which amount to $300 a week. State officials say the benefits encourage people to not work. Over 900 cars, both vintage and new, took part in the Cars and Coffee event on Sunday at Palm Beach Outlets. The event benefited Little Smiles, a local nonprofit organization that works with 32 pediatric facilities from Fort Pierce to Miami. Little Smiles helps children in difficult situations. The event collected toys for a Christmas in July toy distribution. Living in Palm Beach, a lot of people kind of forget that there's a lot of children in need in the community. There's always kids in need of a smile, and something as simple as a toy can really bring that to them. Their next event called Bamboozle, a cartoon-themed scavenger hunt, will be held on Clematis Street on Saturday, August 14, from 4 to 8 p.m. To find out more, go to littlesmilesfl.org. It takes more than a COVID spike and rain to keep music fans away from South Florida. The three-day rolling loud festival concluded yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium. No totals have been released, but the crowd size has been described as massive. An ice cream brand known for its political activity is freezing itself out of the West Bank, which could chill business with the state of Florida.
18: Last week, Ben & Jerry's announced its ice cream wouldn't be sold in what it calls the Palestinian-occupied territories. That may trigger a Florida law against dealing with companies that boycott Israel. We have a
16: law that says if you boycott Israel, we boycott you.
18: Melbourne State Representative Randy Fine wrote the law and calls Ben & Jerry's move idiotic but isn't sure if the law covers that decision. Governor DeSantis is asking a state board to cut off dealings with Ben & Jerry's and its parent company, Unilever. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: And lastly, Jackie Mason, whose feisty brand of stand-up comedy got laughs from nightclubs in the Catskills to West Coast talk shows and Broadway stages, has died. He was 93. Mason died Saturday in Manhattan. Mason started in show business as a social director at a resort in the Catskills. He told jokes. After one season, he was playing clubs throughout the Catskills for better money, and that eventually took him to Steve Allen and Ed Sullivan's shows. Team USA's invincibility in men's basketball is long gone, and the journey to a fourth consecutive gold medal is already fraught with adversity. France gut-punched the Americans with a brilliant finish for an 83-76 victory to open the Tokyo Olympics on Sunday. It snapped a 25-game Olympic winning streak dating back to 2004 for Team USA. Newstime 751, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
16: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring
15: We're now celebrating 26 years voted Best Diamond Dealers, Best Jewelry Buyers, and Best Jewelry year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. 7.52
1: on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
3: We see an accident now. It's a new one happening just minutes ago. It's way to the north of us on the Turnpike. It's Turnpike southbound in Fort Pierce at mile marker 155. No tie-ups or slowdowns from that accident. You're just going to see some activity there if you're heading up that way. Back here in Martin County, we have a nice ride. We're not seeing any tie-ups, no accidents to report right here. There's your latest look at traffic. 77 this morning in Palm City and in Destin, Florida. It's a clear sky, 81. Here's our weekend, and actually, here's our weekday weather. I'm already on
11: the weekend. You see, Evan, you see? Here's our weekday weather from WPTV. This morning along the Treasure Coast, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms, mainly inland. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. For the middle portion of the week, still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in, and our rain chances go down.
6: The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses schools and community if you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380 are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast well then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College Hi. I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on
17: WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com.
2: The summer camps continue at the River for volleyball and softball players. July 26th through 28th, volleyball players in the 3rd through 7th grade from 9 a.m. to noon with high schoolers from 1.30 to 4.30. The 29th and 30th, it's team volleyball camps. There are two sessions for softball, August 21st from 8 a.m. to noon and 1 o'clock to 5. Sign up at IndianRiverStateAthletics.com slash camps. IRSC, the
0: of Champions. Hi, I'm Eric Keen of CNW Technologies. When I'm asked if I know a local business that is good for this job or that service, I recommend a member of the Martin County Business
15: Exchange. Local companies I count on for good service and fair prices. They're online at www.mcbiz.us. Local businesses you can count on for quality
0: service and fair prices.
10: Mcbiz.us, Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business.
14: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and
6: Average About one liter of food before the nausea reflex kicks in, signaling us to stop eating. I just
20: opened
13: up my mouth again. Oh. Oh, And stuck another hot dog in.
20: Competitive eaters train their bodies to ignore this reflex. Try to eat more
13: franks than anybody else. <laughs> and put another trophy on my shelf. I'm the big <laughs> No one can eat. More hot dogs than me.
3: When you eat so many hot dogs.
1: Who did the original version of that song? That was a Dreamweaver, right?
3: That would have been Gary Wright.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: W-R-I-G-H-T. Yes. He was a one-hit
1: wonder, wasn't he?
3: I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I believe that he was, and uh, that one, a big song for him, too, in the late 1970s.
1: Who else had uh, one-hit wonders that you can think of?
3: I think Terry Jacks would be the biggest one. Seasons
1: in the Sun. That
3: comes to mind. How
1: about, remember the song, the group called Pilot? Oh, 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 it's magic. Yeah,
3: and they've been ruining that one for me. They put that in a a jingle lately for...
1: Cialis. No, not Cialis.
3: Some kind uh, of prescription, right? Yes,
1: yes. Uh I, I can't remember what it see, is. I don't
3: think they should have ever done that with yeah. that song. And How
1: about uh remember the DeFranco family heartbeat is a love, love beat.
3: beat. <laughs> remember that one? Yes, I do. That was um, another
1: one-hit wonder. It was. Mm-hmm.
3: And Hotline
1: like, by the Silvers. That was another one-hit wonder. You know,
3: I don't know that hotline, song. Hotline,
1: hotline. Talking about the hotline, and was Pina was
3: Pina Colada by Rupert Holmes? Yeah, a one that was hit a, that was too? another one-hit wonder, also 1979. Yeah, that was really big. There's
1: so many one-hit wonders out there.
3: Yeah, and they and they, <laughs> they're just like etched in your memory, and a lot of them are songs are timeless.
1: How about I'm going to take you back on this one? You ready? Okay. Way back, the group, the lady was called Sylvia. And the song was called Pillow Pillow Talk, Talk. (laughs) right? Remember that one? That was another one-hit wonder.
3: I had that one on an album, like a huge record album that I had.
1: Wow, classic stuff It
3: is.
1: (laughs) We're going to take a short pause for the cause and step back. Dr. John Millay is going to be joining us in moments, the Martin County School System Superintendent right here at WSTU-Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.
19: Biden COVID advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CNN. We have the very vulnerable unvaccinated
0: part and we have the really relatively protected vaccinated
19: 60% of U.S. adults are now fully vaccinated, but the more contagious Delta variant has led to a surge in cases, the most in a day Friday since early February.
21: Dr. Fauci said to help protect those who refuse to get the shot, it may mean even the vaccinated should wear a mask and that new mask mandates are under active consideration.
19: As Fox's Lauren Blanchard, some communities like LA and St. Louis are requiring masks for everyone indoors again. While U.S. troops leave Afghanistan and a withdrawal almost complete, Iraq's prime minister goes to the White House today and AP reports. President President Biden will agree to end the U.S. combat mission in Iraq by the end of the year. Amid all the U.S. issues with China, a top diplomat's gone there for talks. Fox's Simon Owen has more live.
24: And Dave, the State Department says Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman has raised a host of U.S. complaints in rare, high-level talks with China. It says she voiced concern about human rights, cyber attacks, and China's blocking of investigations into how the COVID pandemic began. China says its vice foreign minister, She Feng, told Sherman that the Biden administration is pursuing an imaginary enemy and has a highly misguided mindset. Dave. Simon
19: Hoare on a highway in Utah, strong winds whipped up a sandstorm, making it hard for drivers to see, causing a 20-vehicle pileup on I-15 that left at least seven people dead. The Senate could try again today on a vote to proceed on the bipartisan infrastructure plan. The one last week failed, but House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says... She won't consider that infrastructure bill unless the Senate also passes a much bigger spending plan. No Republican support. The U.S. is one more gold at the Olympics, tied with Japan for the most. Seven, second to China in overall medals with 14.
20: America's listening to Fox News.
19: Thank you. The surge of COVID cases and the return of mask mandates in some areas could lead to many students wearing masks when they go back to school, which some parents object to, and more of them have pulled their kids out of school in this COVID era.
6: In-person learning disrupted by COVID since early 2020 has now resulted in a surge of parents who've decided to homeschool their kids. The U.S. Census Bureau saying the rate of households homeschooling their children rose to 11% by last September, up from just 5.4%. Six months earlier. The biggest jump in black households where homeschooling rates rose from 3.3% in the spring of 2020 to 16.1% last fall. One common theme families telling the Associated Press they tried homeschooling on what they thought was a temporary basis and found it beneficial for their children. Paul Stevens. Fox News.
19: A sheriff's deputy was shot and killed in Kern County, California and another deputy was wounded after a standoff at a home. Another shootout later left a gunman wounded and he was taken out of the house where two other people were found injured. A murder mystery in Cancun after something went very wrong for a Texas couple on vacation. Elijah Snow, a firefighter with the Arlington Fire Department, celebrating his 10-year wedding anniversary, was found dead in Cancun. But his family doubts it was an accident. They think he may have been kidnapped and murdered and hired an attorney. His body was found trapped in a hotel bathroom window. Snow and his wife were drinking at a hotel bar when she returned to their room and he stayed behind. Snow died of mechanical asphyxiation after getting trapped in the bathroom window of the hotel, which was different from the one where he and his wife were staying. The family attorney claims crime scene photos show snow was beaten over most of his body, but authorities found no evidence of violence at the scene. Salci and Grasso, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down, so down the down that NASDAQ could fall from their Friday record highs. I'm Dave
12: Anthony. This is Fox News. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts have featured listings and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home Radio Show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn
13: app.
5: weight feel great and look fantastic with a little help from dr tred j razacker of slim body laser spa east ocean boulevard and stewart and they're online visit their website slimbodylaser.com in a few short treatments you'll see results boost three six even nine inches of unwanted belly fat the weight is over call today 223-5885 that's 223-5885 the slim
13: body laser spa the
5: weight
14: evan
1: and bonnie oh thank you very much mr announcer it is july 26 2021
14: i need some good news
1: all right i've got good news for you i've always got good news well i have some good news i'm glad you have good news uh, tell me more tell them the good news all right i'll tell everybody the good news the time now is uh 807 that's the good news and uh, Mr. Clock, would you certify that?
2: It's now 8.07 a.m.
1: 8.07 a.m. And joining us on our line right now on the phone line, because we are having some technical issues, is Dr. John Malay from the Martin County School System. He is with us right now. He is the superintendent to be exactamundo. John, good morning and welcome into the show.
25: Good morning. You know, sometimes technology fails us as good as we get at it. Thanks, Uh Evan, good morning, Bonnie. How are you all doing?
3: Good morning, Dr. Malay. Glad to have you with us. We're doing well. Excellent on a Monday. We hope that you are, too.
1: That's really uh, weird yeah. that it's not working with that meeting ID that I texted you and the password. Wow. I know. And you're uh, you're using, uh, it's case sensitive, so it's all lowercase, just so you yeah. know.
25: Yep, tried it several ways. All
1: right, well, hey, listen, if it works, it works, it doesn't. We always have the phone line as the backup.
3: You came through, so that is good. Glad to have you here. we always come through one way or the
1: other. (laughs) That's right, without a doubt. Let's get right into our conversation this morning and uh, talk about uh, what school is just weeks away from from starting. Uh, Bus routes are in order, and uh, things are starting to look pretty good, aren't they?
25: They are. You know, we're still in the process of hiring drivers. I want to share that out with the community. If anyone knows someone that would uh, like a great job, that would uh, enjoy being a bus driver, that's a flexible schedule, uh, you get benefits, retirement, uh, health insurance, so all those different types of things. So just letting uh, the community know that. We also have several other uh, employment opportunities. So if anyone's looking for employment, and uh, we may be able to make a good fit for your Martin schools. So for the parents, though, the bus routes are published uh, for the 21-22 school year, and according to Florida statutes, students who live more than two miles away from their home zone are eligible for transportation. Uh, so we have that rule in effect from the uh, state of Florida. So bus routes are on our website, www.martinschools.org.
3: Dr. Malay, do you have to have that uh, CDL to become one of the school bus drivers?
25: You do a CDL and, some, and, and a few extra endorsements to drive a bus. But if someone has a CDL, one, if they don't have it, they can apply. We can work with them on getting that. But if they do already have a CDL, the training's shorter. shorter. Uh, they go through just what it entails to drive a bus and laws and safety and policies and how we deal with uh, students and parent information, that type of thing. So if they have a CDL, it's much quicker but we can work with them regardless if they uh, are willing to learn and uh, practice and, you know, make sure they show us they can do those skills.
3: Ooh, sounds like a great opportunity. Wow. Yeah.
1: Very, very cool.
3: Did your job fair turn out well, too, last week?
1: It did. It did. We had that at uh,
25: David Anderson Middle School. We had a great turnout. Again, we have positions from teaching to maintenance to custodial, food service, transportation. You know, we're a big operation with over 2,000 employees, so um it's it's normal for us to have they can see all throughout the year as as we start the school year though we like to have as few of those as possible we're always still looking for substitutes so if anyone is interested in being a substitute teacher's assistant or a substitute teacher uh, there's requirements that we have that we can work through uh, most all of those with people if they have a bachelor's degree it makes it very very easy if not if you have 62 hours or more we can do that there's also other routes so anyone's interested in helping us substitute uh, we need great subs
1: wow that's really amazing really amazing um definitely so bus drivers are, are in dire need with the martin county school system so make sure and please if you're looking for a job and you have those special endorsements um you know the martin county school system would love to talk to you uh John. It's uh, back to school. August 11th, first day of school. Wow, right around the corner. What are, What are we thinking here?
25: Well, you know, it's kind of like I always try to. Adults might be thinking one thing, but I try to put my uh, mindset in the eyes of a child. Our students, you know, they're getting they get start getting nervous and excited about wondering who their teachers are going to be, how the school year. Some of them or many of them change schools. They go from elementary to middle, or middle to high, and of course. Anytime in middle and high school, it's always a new year-to-year friendship schedules, so many new faces. So I just encourage our, our parents and families out there that as we work through uh, the start of school, we're going to be presented with some issues, of course, with COVID,
4: mm-hmm. but that
25: we stay flexible and not lose the joy of a new beginning, because the new school year, if you can remember being a student, you may not have wanted to go back, but you're also excited to get back in school, so... Uh, keep the joy and new bell schedules, bus routes, school information. We, we eat free. Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
25: Isn't that great? Everybody in the entire district, breakfast and lunch. Free wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait minute. Stop, stop for a minute. Am I hearing correctly? You're saying that every student that goes to school in the school district eats free breakfast and free lunch?
3: Regardless right. of income?
1: Regardless of income.
25: Regardless of income, that was a, a program through uh, – the USDA and the National School Lunch Program. Wow. on this past year and they've they made it effective for the entire upcoming school year. So no matter who you are, no matter what your income, uh, there's also grab and go opportunities. So if say a parent wants to send a lunch in, you know, you send your lunch. Well right. the students can also get a quicker three three component um, a bag, a lunch bag, if mm-hmm. you will, at mm-hmm. the school so they can kind of have quick lunch and quick breakfast, those types of things. So it makes, it makes for a better day when kids can eat. You know, they miss that breakfast around 9 o'clock. They're not working, worrying about math. They're worried about their stomach.
1: Now, is this just Martin County only, or is this is statewide? No, it's
25: statewide, state of Florida. We are, wow. I think we're
3: like one of the few. I believe, few-
25: actually, it would be throughout the entire country, but I, I, I can only keep up with what good for us you know right. what
3: i don't i don't think every single state is on board with that i think uh, california just made it so like uh just a couple of weeks ago i heard uh, yes. I, I think we're one of the few offering yeah. the free you know, lunch it's for all
25: in our state in, in in martin county based on our uh, numbers Wow! You'll be free, and that's exciting. You that's know, really mean,
1: exciting. No more going online and filling out those forms and waiting to hear back from the cafeteria manager if you got approved for free lunch or no, or no more you know,
3: riding in forums, cars with other kids yeah. to go to McDonald's.
21: Yeah.
25: <laughs> yeah. On the forms, um, there are there 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 still are some forms we always ask that if parents do what, would like to. They can complete. It just helps us with data. But regardless of coming here, it is free. But from time to time, parents may get form and that just gives us data that's confidential and that helps us with our compliance. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty seamless process. And many of our schools, as you all are aware of, they'll be having meet the teacher orientation night.
4: Mm-hmm.
25: They're held in person this year in alignment with our risk mitigation protocol. So nice. in short, we're reminding everyone do your very best to social distance. Masks are voluntary. We will have masks at every school. Lobby door, plus hand sanitizer in different spots throughout the building.
4: Mm-hmm.
25: So we uh, we know there are families that are uh, want to make sure their child has that, and we will provide it, but it is uh, not required, voluntary, but we will have those every day for everyone that wants to wear them, employees also.
1: Now on Meet the Teacher Night, have you mapped out your route as far as where you're going? Because obviously... You cannot make an appearance in ever I don't know how you would do it, but, I mean, right. have sometimes you mapped out staggered. where you're going? Yeah,
25: sometimes they're staggered. I used to kind of map some of those out uh, a little closer here. But, uh, yeah, it's quite the task. But, you know, it's good energy. It's great energy. And uh, what my favorite time to visit school is always, you know, of course, during the day and in the morning. Yeah. Kids are getting off the bus. They're fresh. Their parents are dropping them off. I don't know if it's the kids happy to be there, or the parents happy to push them out. I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, <laughs>
4: that's a good I can, one. I, I like those that.
25: Parents eyes and can relate. You know, they're. <laughs> I think they're like they're yours now. So, but it, it school is exciting. We're, in, we're yeah. in partnership together with our parents.
1: You know, I think it's really cool that you um, you're always in every morning you're like uh, at a different school, whether you're in the bus loop or hanging out in the cafeteria, eating breakfast with the little ones. I, I love the fact that you're such a hands-on uh, superintendent of the school system that you're very visible. I mean, we can't miss you, number one. You're a very tall gentleman. But the fact that you're you know a very hands-on superintendent, that you're always in different schools every single morning, that just really says a lot right there.
25: Well, I try, and, you know, if I'm not there at mornings, I try to be somewhere during the day, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, that's always my goal to be out visiting as much as possible, and some days I can do it and some days I can't, but I'm always connecting with our schools, and, you know, we have good principals and that are leading the district and um, that take care of They're out there, too. Mm-hmm. I always a- want our parents to know yeah. that, that you can always ask that principal. They don't have to wait for a problem to call the principal.
3: As a grown-up, do you, too, anxious about what to wear on the first day?
1: That's a I great mean, question, just, Bonnie.
3: Thanks. I mean, that, that was. That
1: <laughs> is such a great question, because you know how, um, John, you know how the kids are like, the first day of school, they've got like 7,000 outfits on the bed. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to mix and match. And they all want to, you know, they all, as the kids call it, they all want to look fly on the first day of school. <laughs> yeah. So how about you, John? How, do you have well, all your bow ties laid out on the bed? Well, that's hilarious. You know, it's funny. Kids lay
25: things out. We all know as parents, haven't raised three kids. Yeah, they have all the clothes on the bed, then they all end up in the floor, then they all end up in the dirty wash, <laughs> and you don't know what's it's clean or dirty. So it's uh, hats off to all the moms and dads with all the extra laundry that school brings. But uh, I, I just try to, I'm, I'm, I am always try to make sure my clothes are really ironed, that mm-hmm. <laughs> I look nice, and uh, I'm blessed to have a bunch of uh, little ties that I can mix things up
1: pretty easy. And, yeah.
25: You know, nowadays, if, even if you don't match, you kind of, it works, so... I just well, make the best of and and, it. And, you know, it's it.
1: funny you say that because nowadays nobody does color coordination anymore because that's, like, out the window. Yeah,
3: even the socks don't match. No. <laughs> no.
1: No. Exactly. I mean, remember how it was a cardinal sin where you never wear a striped shirt with striped pants? Oh, right. And especially if the stripes are going in two different directions. <laughs> exactly. It's changed. Wow. Some things have
25: really changed, but in some ways they're uh, – they're kind of similar on some styles, I guess. It's yeah, uh, you know, some things now that we wear holes in jeans and mismatched socks that we'd have been
1: mortified if we had to do that. But it's, it's a bit of a style thing now.
3: And coming to school in purple hair. On I know, the first right? Day. The
1: purple hair and the pink hair, and <laughs> yeah. like John said, the holes in the pants. <laughs> I mean, that's like the latest thing. Everybody's yeah. got the ripped jeans. I mean. Just go, you oh, know. Oh, I go... love
3: the jeans with the holes in the knees. I know. Those are fashionable I got scissors, to me.
1: Bonnie. I can put holes <laughs> in your jeans anytime you want. That's well, not a problem. Well, just make
3: note, while we talk about
25: some of those items, another thing that's on our website is the Code of Conduct for Students. So yes. Parents, make sure you look at dress codes, because some of those things we've mentioned about fashion may not mm-hmm. be uh, approved by your child's school in the district. So review those, the uh, dress code requirements, school handbooks, and you know, July thirty first to August ninth is the great back to school sales tax holiday. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's always a great time for parents. You know, save some sales tax; every little bit helps getting kids back to school. So,
1: definitely so. That's Dr. John Malay. He's the superintendent of the Martin County School System. Always love having him on on Monday mornings, and we always get a great update from him on everything that's going on. John, have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and we will talk to you. Uh, next Monday, same time, same place.
25: Great. Thank you. all. encourage all of our parents to keep visiting our website. It'll be updated each day and lots of relevant information is there. You all have a great
1: day. All right. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you soon. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,804.90 an ounce. Silver opening up at $25.27 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St.
0: Lucie Jewelry and Coin.
1: 821 right now on the get up and go show with evan and bonnie it's time for news all brought to you by florida blue your local blue cross blue shield helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years here's bonnie at the news desk with the headlines
3: good morning evan a miami-dade commissioner is hosting a cuba freedom vigil tonight in hialeah Rennie Garcia urging the U.S. to help Cubans on the island get back online.
8: We don't want to do military intervention, which I'm not calling for military intervention, but the least that we can do is make sure that we open up the forms of communication and there's Internet access.
3: Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez will also be joining tonight's vigil. A woman missing for a week from Vero Beach was found dead Friday evening in a canal near Gifford, and a man was arrested Saturday in connection with her death, police said. Investigators discovered the body of 32-year-old Maria Guadalupe Romo, who had been missing... July 17. Police said they're investigating Romo's death as a homicide. Marcus Rozier, aged 37, was arrested Saturday and faces felony charges of tampering with evidence, abuse of a dead body, and possession of ammunition by a convicted felon, according to Indian River County Sheriff's Office spokeswoman Debbie Carson. Carson said investigators did not know Rozier's hometown. She said Rozier and Romo knew each other, but did not know the nature of their relationship. Indian River County Sheriff's deputies found the body in a canal off 28th Avenue and 41st Street near Gifford, according to a Facebook post from the Sheriff's office. Over 900 cars, both vintage and new, took part in the Cars and Coffee event Sunday at Palm Beach Outlets. The event benefited Little Smiles, a local nonprofit organization that works with 32 pediatric facilities from Fort Pierce to Miami. Little Smiles helps children in difficult situations. The event collected toys for a Christmas in July toy distribution. Living in Palm Beach, a lot of people kind of forget that there's a lot of children in need in the community. There's always kids in need of a smile, and something as simple as a toy can really bring that to them. Their next event called Bamboozle, a cartoon-themed scavenger hunt, will be held at Clematis Street Saturday, August 14, from 4 to 8 p.m. And if you want to find out more, go to littlesmilesfl.org. A man in a travel lane of Interstate 95 in Florida died Saturday after being struck by multiple vehicles, according to Florida Highway Patrol. The man was first struck by a southbound car in Volusia County just before 6 a.m. The vehicle didn't stop, and investigators said it's unknown whether the driver knew they hit the man. A second car was then unable to avoid the man and also struck him. The Florida Highway Patrol said other vehicles also ran over the body. Troopers believe multiple vehicles ran over the pedestrian after the initial collision. A semi-truck driver and another vehicle driver contacted FHP to say they had possibly run over human debris in the roadway, the Highway Patrol said in a news release. The southbound lane was closed while firefighters washed down the highway. Due to the condition of the pedestrian, troopers have not been able to make a positive identification, the Highway Patrol said. It takes more than a COVID spike and rain to keep music fans away from South Florida. The three-day Rolling Loud Festival concluded yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium. No totals have been released, but the crowd size has been described as massive. And lastly... Florida gas prices are gradually declining, a AAA says they've declined a total of 4 cents during the past 2 weeks after reaching a 2021 high of 3.01 earlier this month. Drivers are now paying an average price of 2.97 a gallon. <laughs> The St. Lucie Mets blew out Bradenton 15 to nothing, yesterday afternoon at Clover Park to take four of six games in the series. Jose Chasen was called up from the Mets to make the Sunday start, and he impressed with six scoreless innings to get the win. He scattered three singles, walked just one batter, and struck out five. Chasen retired 11 batters in a row at one point. Our news time is 826, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
12: Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond.
4: Blue
1: Shield Association. 8.27 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we
3: see one incident on our highways right now, and this is way up in Fort Pierce. Now, it's on the Turnpike southbound in Fort Pierce. Mile marker 155, where there is a hit-and-run accident, And no roadblock from the accident. Martin County, it's a nice Monday morning commute. Uh, We're not finding any incidents, uh, no issues on our highways right here. And there's your latest look at traffic. In Stewart, partly sunny, we are up to 80 right now. And in Booth
11: Bay, Maine this morning, it's 63. Here's our weather at WPTV. This morning along the Treasure Coast, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms, mainly inland. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. For the middle portion of the week, still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in and our rain chances go down. I'm WPTV, First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
2: Heritage Station. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are
14: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
1: Time now is 8.30 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And as always, it's time for the Monday Morning Space Report. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and space cadets, here's Randy Siegel.
7: Good morning, sir. Well, it was back in 1958 that NASA launched its Explorer 4 spacecraft. It was a spacecraft that worked in the Van Allen Radiation Belt. That was something that they discovered when they started flying into space, and they needed to understand about the radiation that surrounds the Earth. In 1971, we had the launch of the Apollo 15 mission. That mission was a rather interesting one because it brought the first lunar rover up to the moon. The astronauts were Dave Scott, Lunar Module Pilot Jim Irwin, and Command Module Pilot Al Warden. That flight was even more interesting when you consider the fact that they were grounded after that flight because Dave Scott brought unauthorized envelopes to cancel on the moon. And as a result, when he got back, they punished the entire crew. In 2005, we had the launch of STS-114, the space shuttle. This particular mission was important because the commander was Eileen Collins. Well, we have to tell you that a Russian cosmonaut has passed away from one of the first crews for Russia. He never made it into space. Boris Andrev has passed away in Russia. Mark Stuckey, who has been a longtime member of Virgin Galactic, has now retired. He has left the agency, Virgin Galactic, having flown the Unity Racket to 49.71 miles above the Earth. Astronauts on board the International Space Station had a pretty busy weekend as they prepared for tasks going into the future. Hoshide, Pasqua, Mark Vanderhe, Shane Kimber, and Megan MacArthur all took turns using the eye examination for remote ultrasound devices. Some astronauts have reported experiencing vision problems when they return to Earth, and as a result, they want to examine their eyes while they're still in orbit. They also work very diligently to get ready for the undocking of the PIRS module from the International Space Station, and that did occur this morning. The Russians used the Progress Vehicle 17 to pull away the peers module at 6.55 this morning and clear the port on the Zvezda service module for the first time since 2001. On Thursday, Russia will insert the nuka science lab into that position. And there have been a lot of problems with nuka's engines and staying in the correct orbit over the weekend. But it appears now that the Russians have finally been able to correct that problem, and everything at the moment is looking good for the docking. So we'll stay on top of that story, to say the least. The next crew that is going to go to the International Space Station, the ISS-66 Prime crew, consisting of Antoine Sheplorev from Russia and spaceflight participants Klim... Shepenko and Yelena Parasild practiced their launch and their entry burns on a simulator. The launch of the MS-19 spacecraft hopefully will take place in October, but they're working on a whole lot more in simulation. When you want to have a nice dinner on the International Space Station, how does this sound to you? shrimp cocktail, festive chicken, sweet and savory kale, and chocolate pudding cake, just like mama used to rehydrate. Yep, trying out a variety of menus is important because the astronauts have a hard time eating in space, and this will certainly remind them. Friday will be a very big day at the Cape because that's when the United Launch Alliance Atlas V rocket will blast off at 2.53 in the afternoon to put into orbit Boeing's CST-100 Starliner spacecraft on its second flight. During the first flight, it did not get to the International Space Station because of programming problems. However, this one is supposed to get to the International Space Station dock at the station, spend a few days attached to it, and then return to Earth, landing on land, as opposed to landing on water. Once they have verified if the spaceship is working properly, they will start using it as an alternate to the Falcon 9 rocket combination, including the Dragon spacecraft. They also use, on the Atlas rocket, believe it or not, RD-180 engines. And those engines are supplied by Russia. And Russia has been supplying those engines since 2000. And it appears there won't be any stopping along the way. They'll continue to use the RD-180s for some time. They are working on an engine now from Blue Origin that will supplant that vehicle and allow them to use indigenous engines from the United States. The state radio from China has said that their rover on Mars has now traveled a distance of 0.36 miles or 1,919 feet. They continue to take a look at the terrain as they move forward on the Red Planet. A Super Heavy launch vehicle has been tested and static fired by SpaceX. Their Super Heavy Booster 3 had a three engine test firing to show that it is ready for one of the first orbital missions of the new launch vehicle Starliner. So we'll be waiting to see that launch take place, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. Rocket Labs, which has had some failures recently, has said they have now traced the problem to the rocket's second-stage engine igniter system. They said if the igniter was not working properly and when the second stage was supposed to ignite, it failed. The Rutherford engine has had this type of problem, but now that they know exactly where the problem is, they can fix it and get on with launching Rocket Lab satellites from New Zealand. Russia is creating an alternative production line for their spacesuits. They're saying they need to upgrade their spacesuits, and they want to have at least two different companies be able to perform that task. The work for spacesuits is very important because each suit is suited to the cosmonaut that will fly it or astronaut that will fly it. So they must get it ready in order to continue. As far as those RD-180 engines goes, Russia says they will continue to work with the United States and continue to supply those engines along with the RD-181M. That is used in the Antares vehicle, where Antares puts a payload into orbit to go to the International Space Station. So they don't want to see any disruption to the schedule, and will continue working with that as long as possible. The United Arab Emirates said the first Arab woman is ready to fly in space. She is Nora al Madoshi. she will become the first Arab to go into space, and she's training along with NASA Astronaut Group 23 currently. So we can look for that to go on. Lastly, we want to tell you that SpaceX is considering manufacturing Starlink hardware in India. Talk about outsourcing. Tomorrow I will tell you more about the International Space Station and a Japanese entrepreneur waiting to go to space. So until then, have a great day, everybody.
1: That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time talking all things NASA. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli where Bonnie's standing by with some delicacies for you.
3: Yeah, Evan, and you know, like many, we we both have an appetite on this Monday. Already work, working up an appetite, working our way till lunchtime. And Ellie's is serving up the Ellie's Patty Melt to get your week started. Oh this gosh. is an all-beef burger on toasted rye bread. I, I just love Patty melts. Mm. Comes with pepper jack cheese and sautéed onions get spicy mustard and you could also try dueling dogs two hot dogs yes two all beef national hot dogs one with mustard and onion sauce and the second is with a spicy mustard and kraut served with a side item of your choice try Ellie's downtown deli and Stewart now with their patio back open plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605 for Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart.
1: 842, the time on the Get Up and Go show. For a Monday morning, it's time for news once again. Brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town just about anywhere. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Go see Hockley Bee. Here's Bonnie with the headlines.
3: Good morning once again. Officials said Florida. On Friday that will stick with weekly COVID-19 reports that is despite cases again surging as the more infectious Delta variant spreads among the states unvaccinated WPTV's capital reporter Forrest Saunders has this report.
9: Florida health ended daily reports June 4th officials said then things were returning to normal cases at new lows positivity below 5% <laughs> The rate's now at least 17 percent, with tens of thousands of new cases weekly and renewed concern about COVID spreading.
12: I need to be safe for me and my family.
9: Florida's current situation prompting physicians, epidemiologists, even some in Congress to push for daily COVID reporting to return
10: here. Transparency is of the essence.
9: Infectious disease specialist Dr. Frederick Southwick telling us Thursday, he wants daily hospitalization data back. It was vital, he says,
10: to inform and motivate the public. It turns out when it comes to infections and epidemics, fear is a good thing. Fear will keep you at home. Fear will make you wear a mask. Fear We'll, get you the, we'll give you the vaccine. The governor's
9: office says it isn't happening. Weekly summaries will stay put, officials tell us. They believe going back to daily details would do little to help. Quote, I do feel we are providing enough data to the public to make their own decision to protect themselves and their loved ones, said the governor's press secretary. The number one thing that people can do to protect themselves is... It's not about looking at the numbers every day. It's about getting the vaccine.
8: That is it, sir. You are good to go.
9: While Florida remains one of the most infrequent COVID reporters, it's not alone. Iowa also down to updates every seven days, and many other states report every five or fewer, as it can be rigorous work for health staff.
10: It's really, really important.
9: Southwick, however, still thinks the Sunshine State can and must do better.
3: Pandemic restrictions on Florida-based cruise ships are no longer in place under the latest ruling by a federal appeals court, while the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention tries to fight a Florida lawsuit challenging the regulations. A three-judged panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals had temporarily blocked a previous ruling last Saturday that sided with Florida officials, but the court reversed that decision on Friday, explaining that the CDC failed to demonstrate an entitlement to a stay-pending appeal. Treasure Coast residents will now have the luxury of visiting a new beachfront bar and restaurant. Years in the making, the Seaside Cafe on Stewart Beach opened its doors Friday after struggling to find employees for weeks. The project cost $2 million and replaced the old chef's shack that occupied the space for years. Kevin Abadi, the director of Martin County Parks and Recreation, said the county began offering incentives such as free water park passes to sail fish splash and free round of golf to get residents to apply the cafe currently serves food beer and wine the new property also includes new restrooms and beach showers it will be open from 8 a.m to 4 on the weekends from 9 a.m to 4 p.m on the weekdays florida is being sued over its decision not to extend federal unemployment benefits A lawsuit was filed yesterday in Broward County to get state officials to restore the funds, which amount to $300 a week. State officials say the benefits encourage people not to work. An ice cream brand known for its political activity is freezing itself out of the West Bank, which could chill business with the state of Florida.
18: Last week, Ben & Jerry's announced its ice cream wouldn't be sold in what it calls the Palestinian-occupied territories. That may trigger a Florida law against dealing with companies that boycott Israel. We have a
16: law that says if you boycott Israel, we boycott you.
18: Melbourne State Representative Randy Fine wrote the law and calls Ben & Jerry's move idiotic but isn't sure if the law covers that decision. Governor DeSantis is asking a state board to cut off dealings with Ben & Jerry's and its parent company, Unilever. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: It takes more than COVID spike and rain to keep music fans away from South Florida. The three-day Rolling Loud Festival concluded yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium. No totals have been released, but the crowd size has been described as massive. A man in a cylindrical floating contraption washed ashore in Florida Saturday in an apparent attempt to walk on water to New York. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office reported that the man left St. Augustine in the vessel with the goal of reaching New York. The department posted photos of the vessel on Facebook. The man was trying to raise money for charity. My goal is to not only raise money for the homeless people Raise money for the Coast Guard, raise money for the police department, raise money for the fire department. They are in public service. They do it for safety and they help other people, Reza Bellucci told the station. Well, lastly, a 17-year-old from Houston named Larissa Leon just won a $10,000 scholarship for making her own prom dress entirely out of duct tape. Yeah, she she did it for a contest, c- contest that Duck Brand Duct Tape does every year, and she says it took 163 hours and 47 rolls of tape. Uh, I guess she's keeping the uh, Duck Brand Duct Tape definitely in business. <laughs> Training camp is getting underway across the NFL. The defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers reported on Saturday. The Dolphins will see rookies and veterans report tomorrow. Veterans report for the Jaguars tomorrow. Our news time, 848, with weather and traffic together next.
1: right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
3: Well, Evan, in Martin County, our roadways, our highways are clear on a Monday morning, including the Turnpike and I-95. However, way up to the north of us in Fort Pierce, we do see a hit-and-run crash in that area. This is on the Turnpike southbound at mile marker 155 in Fort Pierce, and there's not any roadblock from the accident. Drive safely this morning, there's your latest look at traffic. And it's 80 with sunshine here in Jensen Beach. It's 70 and partly cloudy in Lake George, New
11: York. Here's our weather at WPTV. This morning along the Treasure Coast, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Some spotty downpours possible towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 60% chance for showers and storms, mainly inland. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with another round of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. For the middle portion of the week, still hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 50% chance for late day showers and thunderstorms. Friday through the weekend, drier air moves in and our rain chances go down. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
5: Weight. Feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost 3, 6, even 9 inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The
13: Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight.
12: Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app.
14: Let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and
1: Bonnie. 8.53 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. We've got a phone call. Hi, you're on the air. Go ahead.
24: Okay. And then you just leave that stuff alone Edna. Hello? hello?
1: Hello. Hello. Uh yeah, hello? we're on the radio trying to do a live radio show here, sir. Oh,
24: oh hello there, everybody. How y'all doing? Oh, hello, old man. How Good are morning. you? I was just telling Edna leave the leave the sharks alone. The who alone? The sharks. <laughs> She wanted to come down to Florida, you know, and she wanted to play with the sharks.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought it was a family living next door to you called the sharks. Yeah,
1: the sharks. You know, there's the minnows, the dolphins, you know, the usual stuff. And
3: if you go back well, to the it, 80s, we had the card sharks.
24: Yeah, exactly. I that,
1: remember that show.
3: That was fun.
24: Yes. Yeah, well, well they said it was shark week down there, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know Edna. She'll do yeah, anything for a good laugh. Yeah,
1: definitely so, definitely so. So how was your weekend?
24: here in K- we were in kentucky and it got so hot up here man <laughs> oh, oh my goodness the bears were you know put took off their clothes and <laughs> started stripping <laughs> oh wow
3: did the bears even need underarm deodorant
24: oh, uh, oh no I- i'm telling you here uh, it, up in kentucky uh, the, the temperature felt like it was 105 degrees 105 <laughs> degrees. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. Oh,
24: my it Lord. It's really, it really had really up there. So, Edna says, let's go down to Florida.
3: <laughs> it's even yeah. hotter feeling down there. I think it's going to feel like 119 today or some sort of thing. Jeez. It's uh, going to get up there, too, uh, like close to the the triple digits, I heard.
1: Something like that. Yeah,
3: it's very hot here. Yeah. So, so, don't come here. It's hot here, too. No, I'm not it's saying like there. you're uninvited or anything.
24: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: didn't sound nice, did well, it?
24: Well, well, just for that, Bonnie, we're gonna come see you, see you and Gary. <laughs> oh okay.
3: Boy. All right. Well, all right. We'll we'll put some we'll put an extra tenderloin on the grill then.
24: Yeah, we'll put an
1: extra tenderloin or two on. We got about a dozen of them down here hanging out. You know, not doing nothing, waiting to be cooked.
3: Evan, we'll take you both to the ball game. You can you know sit out at the stadium for a while under maybe a nice cool umbrella.
24: No, oh, we could arrange that. Yep. Oh yeah, well Edna and I went to a went to a a minor league ball game it's called the uh uh it's the bowling green hot rods through the uh minor league of uh the Tampa Bay Rays.
3: Mm. Oh wow. All right.
24: <laughs> yeah And it, how was it, that? Uh, it was a ball game. It was pretty good. They won both they had a double hitter and they both won both won both games, you know. Oh.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. Oh just yeah, choked. Okay. I choked there for a minute. Oh what geezer. did a fly
3: fly in your throat? No, cockroaches. Yeah. Cockroaches,
1: yeah, swallowed some tobacco. Yeah, swallowed some tobacco, <laughs> definitely so. Definitely so. So uh what's on tap this week? Are you going to be traveling or are you just going to be kind of uh staying just around?
24: Uh well we you know we still got to see a lot more. We want to make sure we get the best of summer, you know, and see what's, uh see what's going on. We may we may head out uh uh out to Texas, maybe, you know. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, All right. what's in what's in Texas? And don't say your exes, okay?
24: All oh, my exes live in Texas. <laughs> and now the Bonnie.
1: best Tex-Mex. <laughs> I put heard him out it's a his real misery. treat out put there. Put him out of his misery, please, <laughs> Bonnie. Would you do that? Say goodbye, you? old yeah. man.
18: Yeah,
24: say goodbye saying <laughs> she's practicing her Spanish now she espanol bigita What? She's practicing in her Spanish. Si <sighs> habla Espanol, de la veguita
1: Se habla Espanol and hablo español un poquito. It's un poquito.
24: You say it your way, we say it ours. That's, that's the difference between Tomato,
1: and- <laughs> tomato, tomato, whatever you want
3: to call it. Do you have oh to say goodness. it right, though, when you go to Texas? Have you been there? Are the folks in Texas going to be frustrated if you don't say it just right?
24: Mm-hmm. They don't care. <laughs> you just got to be a good southern person down there. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: Like a southern gentleman?
24: Him, oh, yeah. a southern gentleman? Yeah. Are you crazy?
1: And the old
3: lady will be like a classic southern lady in styling when she goes there. Jeez. Wearing, you're going to wear that great big bell buckle, aren't you, old man? Because I hear all hey, the guys will. in Texas have big belt buckles. Yeah, he's
1: got some cowboy hey, boots too to go with the belt buckle.
24: You can just look and just think when we say bless your
1: heart. All right, well, <laughs> all right old man. Listen, we got to run. We got to. Uh, we got to say goodbye here. So, uh, say goodnight, okay. old man.
24: Okay, good night.
1: All right, you forgot, old man.
24: Oh man, okay. Say goodnight, old
1: man. <laughs> good
24: night, old
1: man. Very good, thank you very much. All right. I know you're probably wondering what the heck are they doing over there? Yeah, okay. And I'm just looking at Peter Mullingarden on the screen. He's uh, uh Mark Breckbull's... um other half for the uh, show coming up kind of oh, solutions is he
3: gonna fill in for mark well today? no he
1: just heard the old man down the road and yeah. he's shaking his head like <laughs> no please be serious and yeah that that's very serious what you just heard peter i will tell you that much anyway folks uh, that's a wrap for us we're out of here for about another uh uh, 21 hours, and then we'll be back with another action-packed, award-winning show. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Right, Bonnie? Yeah,
3: and it's the start of the work week. It's only Monday, but have some fun if you yeah. get a chance.
1: Have some fun. Go have a hot dog. Go get some potato salad and maybe a potato canish somewhere. Right on. And uh, a bratwurst as well at Bonnie's house.
3: Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to have a bratwurst for breakfast Sounds in a little good. while. We'll see you Why tomorrow not?
1: morning, folks, right here at WSTU-Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Ha <laughs> ha